Well, I mean, it, it was it was heavily hinted at that Wurt's leg wasn't actually his leg. <laughs> Wurt's leg is oh, not no. Wurt's leg. <laughs> it was his third leg, so to speak. This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, episode 64, Where in the World is Zoltan Cool's Body Parts? Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash sspbook. That's bit.ly slash sspbook. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Howdy folks, it's Nevik here. Just for a brief second to preface that episode 64 has some occasional audio hiccups. Uh, you'll notice some skipping in Brazia's track. Unfortunately, it's no way to repair that, so you'll just have to bear with it. It's not too bad, so it should still be quite listenable. We had an incredible time recording, and I'm hoping that you'll have an incredible time listening. So without further ado, here is episode 64. Strap in, folks. This is going to be fun. Never. Coming to you from a half-empty bottle of white wine. Antonio. I found a nice little trifecta last night in uh, Hardcore that I'm hoping makes me loaded. Dreja. Oh, wait, wait a minute, what happened? Like, you lose five seconds of your life, you wake up. Chill. It gives you 38.2 yummies per second, with 13 to 38 yummies and 150 nom nom noms per second. Coming to you from the dark recesses of the proverbial Dawnforge pouch, this is episode 64 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. It is Wednesday. Wednesday? Wait, Wednesday? What the heck? What? June 4th, and I am your host, Nevik, and I am joined by my two co-joeys, and eventually, once the, uh, the, uh, the truant Lantonio arrives, he will, he will hopefully join us little bit later but Brasia how are you doing doing good since we sent out the truant officer after uh, Lantonio I know he, he yeah but uh, I'm doing great and uh, having a lot of fun getting ready to start a new job next week and just kind of clearing things off giving trying to get myself a little more time for playing of course real life gets in the way of that as always but mm-hmm. I did play yep. a bunch of Diablo this week and I'll talk about that soon that new job that's the one where you're gonna be training and traveling oh yeah uh, I go to Chicago soon, and then at the end of July, I'm heading out to Dallas, Texas area. So you could almost say that your new job or position, I guess, you, is more appropriate, is TNT, training and traveling? Yeah, TNT. It's TNT. It's oh. explosive. It's dino. Kaboom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm such a dork. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jen, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm here. I didn't get to play too much because I had a birthday, so I took a lot of days Happy off of level doing update. stuff online. Yay! Yay. Thank you. Paragon <laughs> level. Yeah, I, I got a lot of I got a lot of tweets from people that followed the Soulstone account on Twitter. <laughs> that was really nice. Yeah. <laughs> level update. I, that was fun. Yeah. Um, when when you know. mentioned that, um, well, I, I guess I can uh, I can address why it's Wednesday as opposed to a Friday or a Saturday. Uh, Jen mentioned that, um, oh, she's going to be celebrating her birthday, so she wouldn't be available. And we're like, oh, and then Lantonio couldn't make it. And I was like, okay, well, let's just postpone the show just a little bit. 
And so here we are, Wednesday night, because it actually ends up being the better of all the nights combined for all of us, I guess. Mm -hmm. Except for Lantonio. Whatever works. Except for Lantonio, who's not here yet. Yeah. But hopefully he'll be here soon. Yeah, he's going to yeah. love how much he's being thrown under the bus right now. And we're going to back it up to you <laughs> and then drive over again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Amen. Lantonio or speed bump. Oh, you know what? That could be a show. <laughs> Lantonio right Dark Speed Bump. The Lantonio Speed Bump. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, Lantonio. He's going to yell at us whenever he catches up to that. I know. But, um, okay, let's move into what we've been up to in-game. So, uh, Brigia, why don't you why don't you kick us off? Now that everybody's up to 70, I'm full on into my Witch Doctor. Having a great time with it. Yep, face palm for you. And... <laughs> see, now I can see that happening. Uh, actually, I'm up to doing Torment 3, no problems now. I'm pretty much regularly running that. I picked up a few more items, uh, changed my build yet again because of those items. So I'm really enjoying the fact that they've kind of rebuilt the system with your gear to allow you to change your skills based on what you have. Mm -hmm. This week I picked up Munculus, which is a legendary mojo. And its special ability is a zombie dog is automatically summoned to your side every five seconds. Which is kind of cool. Because awesome. um, what I can do now is swap out that ability if I don't want it. Like, I could use whatever zombie dog I want if I have that ability on my health bar. But if I don't, it'll just summon a basic uh, zombie dog, which still... Yeah, by no room. Exactly, and it's still doing um, quite a bit of damage. Because I still have the tall man's finger on. So I have one uh, gargantuan zombie, zombie dog that gets summoned every five seconds. So if it dies, it comes back out five seconds later. Without costing me any mana or nothing. So what I've done was change my um, build up a little bit. I actually have now put uh, piranhas back onto my bar and gotten zombie dogs off of there. So I still get the benefit of the zombie dog, but now I also get the tornado. Because that's so much fun. It pulls groups of mobs together, especially at tier th um, Torment 3, where uh, we're having such um, yeah, density of monsters. It pulls them all in there quick. I can stop burning them down with fire bats and setting out my um, uh, fetish sick offense. I'm just going to start calling them pygmies now because I like to call them pygmies instead. Um, so I got my bunch of little pygmies running around. I still have them uh, with my carnival helmet mask there that's allowing them to sh Every one of them still does like well over a million damage. I basically switched out a um, um, a legendary legend amulet that I had that was you know it was okay, um, and just put a rare one in for right now because what I did was I wanted to focus on the uh, poison skill because most of my attacks are poison, and so it brings my plus poison skill to like plus right. 65 poison overall percent. So that really helps to do a lot of extra damage. And I played around a little bit because I was having some mana tr trouble in Torment 3 uh, with this new build. So I went back to Vampire Bats for my uh, Fire Bats. And so it basically, you know, just that first cast and then keep channeling it. Okay. And that helps to kind of bring out those um, my little pygmies real quick. I still have my Splinters for Poison Darts. I change it to Mana Darts every once in a while, but that just didn't seem to make much of a difference. It was really the change to the vampire bats because of the lack of mana after you first cast it. Uh, I still have honored guests for my spirit walk to help me get a little bit of mana back. 
I have some dance for my big bad voodoo. So at you know certain points, I can throw that out along with my piranado, and then you know I have my gargantuan as well as my large zombie dog, and it's just they're just tearing down monsters even at torment three without any problem. Like I'm running torment one again, so that's nice. And so I have my graven just working, mm-hmm. so it kind of helps to reset. It's almost like once I have a big group of uh, monsters out there and I pull them all into there and kill two or three real quick, my Piranado is almost an instant recast, which is really nice because it resets that cooldown. And then I have my Midnight Feast giving plus 50% damage for my dog and for my Gargantuan. And of course Fetish Sycophant so I can have all my little pygmies out there. And right now I'm running, the reason why I'm running with the mana problem, but um, it helps with the damage getting through Torment 3 is Pierce of the Veil. Increase 20% damage, but my mana cost is increased by 30%. So uh, that's pretty much what I've been doing for that. And then I've gone and started leveling my hardcore, which shocked her a little bit more. So I've got her, yeah. And she's still alive at 22. Oh, good. Good, good. It, is she. She's not named ever Fruit, is she? Oh, yes, it's Kiwi. Oh. Kiwi is still alive. Well, she's destined for the. Uh, for Death the by nap time, yeah. I know, right? Death by sleep. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I had some fun with that. Ran a little bit with P-Dog. I did some runs with a few members in the clan over the weekend. And it was, you know, again, just having a great time doing it because we were able to push the limits a little bit more. Go to Torment 4. Tried a little bit Torment 5. Uh, didn't do too bad. I just have survivability issues again. And you know that. It's like each um, slide up to Torment scale, just uh, they hit that much harder. Mm-hmm. You know, and then the the Aphex is just <laughs> certain ones. Is forget it. It's like you run into it, and you're like, okay, I'm dead. I'm not doing anything. Yeah, I'm not helping at all. So hopefully, I go in there, drop my. Um, I like to call it dropping my bloodlust, but that's the uh, big bad voodoo slam dance. <laughs> and it's like bloodlust and run out and let everybody else kill everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like have fun, guys. I'll see you when it's over. Yeah, you're you're the uh, you're the shaman of the group. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. It's a good it. way to look at it. And I keep going. Yeah, where's my uh, healing rain? <laughs> Get in the blue circle. It heals you. Oh, wait a minute. Wrong game. Well, you you could. I mean, witch doctors do have the capability of being kind of a pseudo healer with, uh, um, you know, pick up radius. Yep. And just you know. Uh, yeah, I could just change out Big Bad Voodoo to uh, the other one that does the healing. Mm-hmm. So that too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Well, chain heal—that's what I need. <laughs> yeah, but uh, speaking of affixes that are dangerous, um, just a quick little PSA: uh, if you're playing hardcore, especially if you're playing hardcore, and let, let's say you know you're 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 handling Torment Six, no problem, right? I guess this doesn't matter so much for softcore because all that you're losing is potentially your stacks of reflection buff. But um, in hardcore, if you uh, say say you're a barbarian, or maybe you're a monk, um, or any or a wizard, you know anybody who can, you know, essentially uh, have a movement like I guess witch doctors and no, I guess every class, every class has it has the capability of essentially moving unhindered into the middle of a mob. So, um, if you're fighting an electrified mob, and you end up landing in the dead center of that mob, um, 
every single electric bolt will hit you. Every single oh, one. Oh no. And Electrified is currently bugged with certain skills, like um, like when Jh was playing uh, during the anniversary stream, he was playing with uh, with Wyatt Chang, and he was using Mammoth Hydra. Well, Mammoth Hydra, much like when the Enchantress, uh, remember back before they fixed the Enchantress, how she was causing Electrified just to like you know go crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Hydra Mammoth Hydra has that same capability. So, um, if you're in a group and they're all spamming their abilities and you jump into the middle of the mob, you're going to soak every single bolt of electricity. Now, if you're in hardcore, that can give you. And I watched a video, I guess you could almost call it a snuff video, um, <laughs> of a hardcore player. He was at full health. He leaps into the middle of a, I think it was a grotesque, and then poof, dead. Wow. Because it was an electrified mob. And, like, they were doing, like, nothing was really... I, I mean, occasionally they got low, but I mean, it, it, he went from full to zero in a split second. So that's oh, just that's, wow. that's 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 a warning for everybody out there. So, but uh, I don't have to worry so much about that because I'm not playing hardcore at the moment, and definitely not in Torment Six. But uh, Lantonio should be joining us momentarily. I I guess maybe I'll try to add him. But Jen, why don't you? Oh. Bridger, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. what, what, was that the end of your your gaming week? Um, no. The only other thing is now I'm concentrating on one character at a full level uh, for Paragon leveling. I've gone from like Paragon 102 to 131 in the last week and a half. Awesome. I mean, it should. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's just flying by, which is nice because now like I'm saying, oh, now I see how everybody gets to two, three, four hundred. Paragon because they're on one character playing that a lot <laughs> rather than jumping through every single one getting them to 70 you know, I know I play a little bit backwards but that's okay yeah yeah I know the feeling and uh, so Jen what have you been up to not a whole lot but um, I've had some fun stuff happen I'm at Paragon 26 which sounds like Ooh. nothing but to me it's a big deal because you know I'm like way behind everybody else um, my barbarian is close to 64. She was at 63 last show, and I was just playing before this one, and she's getting closer to 64. I really want to get her to 70 before I focus on anything else. Um, other than that, uh, let's see, I actually used the Mystic to change stats on Leoric's rings. My Demon Hunter was using that, and she got better gear, and the, the ring wasn't as good anymore, so I tried the Mystic, and I actually ended up with plus 12% life on the ring. Nice. Oh, nice. So it made it so much better, and it added you know twelve percent life. That's great, and um, so that worked out. So she's using that again. She's still got Leoric's crown, so it's kind of fun, you know. Um, and I found the plans for Kane's armor. I know there's a more proper name for that, but I can't remember what it's called. Um, and it's got a lot of like magic find and all that on it. I haven't crafted right. it yet, but um, I, have, I don't have all the the stats for the the materials you, for it. Is it is it the one that uh, that requires Magda's yeah. butterfly thing? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. So um, and some other stuff, obviously. And I don't have all the stuff, but I got it. I'm like, that's kind of neat, you know. What if, what if, uh, what if my demon hunter ends up wearing like Leoric's crown and ring, and then Kane's stuff? That'd be kind of <laughs> neat, you know. <laughs> have all like the named stuff in there, just for fun. I don't think it'll work real well, but it, it might. Um, and then I actually tried um, Kadala for the first time because I finally got um, the shards you need. 
And I thought, all right, I'm just going to go for better bracers on my Demon Hunter because it was the lowest thing I had at the time. And just gave it a try. And Kadala says, that's too bad. And I looked at it and it was like way better than what I had before. I'm like, what are you playing here, Kadala? <laughs> you know? And I, I tried getting other stuff from her, but that's the only one that was successful. Um, and that's really about it. That's about as far as I've gotten. Well, that's still pretty good, all things considered. I mean, mm -hmm. you did celebrate, you know, your level up day. And, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you've been busy working. Yeah. You know, Got bringing, some work. In, bringing in the bacon. Yep. Got to do that. <laughs> yep. And our fourth musketeer is finally here after stuffing himself. How are you, Lantonio? I'm doing good. Thanks to be glad to be here. Finally, it's been a little while. First time I've even been at my folks for few weeks myself it's uh been pretty crazy a lot of different stuff is going on how's everybody doing here tonight doing pretty good doing all right now mm -hmm. are you actually sunburnt or is just the color yeah, i don't know if you can tell but i actually let's see if i can grab the cam here for a second but you look i got really oh. really bad I actually have a really bad degree burn oh that uh, looks painful that? oh bad <laughs> yeah, I got blisters right there dude. Like you a, put yourself wow. in oh my degree. god I got one oh like God. right here and then one in the back too, but yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, well, I was out fishing for about, um, let's see, six hours straight one day in the morning sun, and then the next day I went out again, and having Hispanic blood, I usually don't burn at all, and this time I got burnt, and then I got burnt again, and now I'm peeling and bubbling, and it's, it's uh, painful. That's wow. awful. <laughs> I burn yeah, pretty well, quick. Know, Mandy so, told me not ugh. to do, not to not wear sunblock because man, that looks like it hurts. Nasty sun right now, but I didn't listen. It was sexy, baby. <laughs> oh yeah, my I was, gosh! I was, got a farmer tan. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you you have my deepest sympathies because getting that badly sunburned is awful. I, I bet you must have. Um, I I remember when I was younger and I got burnt, not not to that degree, but um. I you get like this sun sickness, you know. You feel like you're sick. You it's know, called just, sun poisoning. You, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you get an overproduction I can of vitamin the pain D. Pretty good, but it's just I like getting tan in the summer. I, you can tell with my farmer tan here how white I am normally. But summer I usually tan up pretty good, and I tried it, and I usually get like a little bit burnt, but not too bad. Uh, but this time I got really burnt, so I'm hoping that it's all half peeling already too. That it doesn't get too bad, but it's a couple spots that are really bad and it doesn't feel good so yeah well, i went to the doctor and they put some <laughs> antiseptic style stuff on it and gave me some some pain meds so that ain't too bad i guess <laughs> yeah so considering that you haven't been at your parents i imagine what you've been up to in game is mostly hearthstone and or yeah. offline games yeah i've been back on the council a little bit lately um not too much, but most of my game time has been spent lately on Hearthstone. Um, I'm having a blast with it. I actually did really good last season. Started up, to, I got to, I think, rank 14. For me, that's pretty good. I'm still going strong without, I haven't spent a penny on cards and stuff, but that's good. Got just about everything. Um, every guy is just about worked out where I can win. I do my dailies every day, stuff like that. Uh, it has been really, I've been really egged lately to, because I do have a little extra cash lately, um, but I've been really egged on buying some, but I haven't. So I figured I got this far, might as well not ruin it, because I mean, once you get all the cards, what's there to really shoot for? Yeah. To me. Yeah, that's so, true. Yeah. But I've been doing pretty good, learned a lot more into some crafting. Yeah, and um, 
providing that maybe things don't work out with your landlord getting your internet set up eventually. <laughs> yeah, it's not looking too good. Um, one of the reasons I've been pretty busy, seeing as though I'm pretty much telling what I've been up to now, I'll tell you, had some issues, uh, you know, with not nothing getting taken care of, you know, it only comes around when rent's due, stuff, stuff like that. So I did contact an attorney finally because I have two months left on my lease and if I have to move, you know, I need the money for my deposit and make sure he doesn't take that on me and I'm not going to pay my last two months rent either if I have to move. Um, that's what I worked out with my lawyer. But the second he had an attorney involved, you know, he's being all nice now, you know, surprise, surprise. But uh, my septic tank, which is disgusting, oh, no. um, hasn't been emptied in probably a year and a half. Because I told him to bring me a receipt, and the last one he could find was a year and a half, so it's probably the last time oh. I did it. Oh, that's not uh, good. I started, o- started overfilling, and possibly, you know, when they overfill, sometimes they crack and break, too. But my whole yard smells like urine and feces. It's not a good thing. Oh, so oh you got to get out of there. Had yeah. To, yeah, so I've had to miss work, too, and everything else, getting that fixed. But I think it's all getting straightened out a little bit better now. And uh, he's actually been at the house the last three days in a row working, and I, haven't, I still haven't um, done rent. I gave oh, him a list of, of things that he has to do before he's going to get rent. He seems to be okay with it. He took it a lot better than I thought he would, but still, you know, it's a hassle. Yeah, but uh, I have been looking around. I really don't want to have to do a move, but I have been looking around um, in case. So hopefully, you know, if worse comes to worse in August, I'll be back in it no matter what. So. Well, <laughs> yeah. All right. I, that actually kind of ties into... Uh, when I brought up console or offline play, I was like, you know what? Last episode, we failed to mention that August 19th is when the um, not only the PlayStation 4, Xbox One versions of the Ultimate Evil Edition Diablo 3 come out. Um, it's also coming to the PS3 and 360, surprisingly. Uh, oh, there we go. So Probably no crossover play, though, with PlayStation 4, which kind of stinks. But other than that, I, um, I know... Maybe, be- well, because I know, I think, you know what, I, I'm not I'm not going to speak out of my butt and say something that I haven't actually substantiated, but I do recall here, well, I'm going to say it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, listen, I'm like, yeah, and you're going to go, yeah. Yeah, and I'm just, <laughs> I'm just going to keep trucking, so. Mm-hmm. Um, I could have sworn I heard something about uh, there was a way to transfer your save from PS3 to PS4. So. Yeah, I, I did hear that. That you're right on that, actually. So. But I didn't know if you guys should play. I know my brother's got a PS4. I don't know if Brazy, did, did you ever get one, or did you? Oh, uh, not yet. Okay. Nope, nope. Well, he's got one. He's got it pre-ordered, so he's excited to try it out. Cause I let him play the PS3 version, and he was kind of like, meh. It took him about one run through before he got sick of it, which I don't blame him. But uh, I don't know. It's you know, I'm kind of excited for it. I might get it on PS3 if it comes out. We'll see. You know, it depends, but. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of excited to do the show tonight, so I can hear what's new. Because like I said, I haven't really played myself yet. But I've heard some good things from my brother-in-law through DOS and everything. Yep. That uh, yeah, everything's kind of looking up. So I wouldn't mind, you know, getting back into the game and checking it out. I really don't have to be home for anything. I don't have to work tomorrow, um, so I might play tonight. We'll see. It depends. Um, yeah. I have to give uh, Mandy a call when the show's over and see if she's awake or asleep. And hopefully she'll be asleep. Because last night we did all-nighters, and no one's been asleep for the last 30-something-odd hours, so hopefully I'll get some time then tonight, but we'll see, you know. <laughs> so, were, were you a part of this all-nighter? <laughs> yeah, I was awake. I, I haven't. I, I still haven't gone to bed myself. <laughs> oh, so. my gosh. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, what Don't play you your hardcore, hardcore characters, yeah. <laughs> Don't do uh, hardcore. 
I had a last time. Well, I mean, I'm like wide awake. It's weird, but it's. I, I got tired in midday today, um, but then I snapped out of it kind of. So you you know what I'm you should do? You should check your launcher and see if you have a new little icon in it for Heroes of the Storm. But, uh, Heroes of the Storm. Yeah, so, the... in Battle.net, yeah. right? That's that, bro. Yeah, or or no, you or I, you can I, just I log don't. In, or you can log into your account and see if you. Yeah. Did we get keys or something? Or? Well, I got it. So I guess yeah. that transitions to sort of what I've been up to. But before I before I start talking about heroes, I've been um, okay. People, brace yourselves. Brace yourselves. What? Oh. Here comes another um, uh, fickle moment from from yours truly. Um, no. I've been playing my monk exclusively since last show. Exclusively, wow. I haven't I haven't touched my wizard. I have been playing my monk all the hey, time. That's some good news. Yeah, I, oh <laughs> I I've kind of fallen in love with the monk now. Part of this is because I know that the monk isn't quite in a great place, and I just have kind of like this contrarian kind of attitude sometimes. Where like when somebody tells me, "Oh, this is the worst thing that you can play," it's like I I kind of want to play it, you know, and prove them wrong. <laughs> Hey, you know, okay, witch doctors then. are the worst thing that you can play. <laughs> well, they are, but that's for a different reason. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Darn. Selective but, uh, reverse psychology. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I and I know that they're going to be getting a lot of love in, well, hopefully a lot of love in 2.1. One with everything. It's such an amazing passive, but it's, it's also such a pain in the butt as well. Because uh, if you were to look at my monk's armory, you'll you'll see um, you'll see arcane resistance, you'll see some fire resistance, you'll see some poison resistance, and it's such a pain in the butt to you know to you know unify all of your single uh, resistances to make the best use out of one with everything. Now I I did drop it for a second to see where my resistances were without it, and I was like, yeah, no, we're not doing that. We're going right back to one with everything, even though my gear isn't optimized just yet. But uh, oh my goodness, my monk is what was it last Friday? Last Friday, so that that would be the uh, last Friday of May. Um, I had a nightmare. <laughs> And I woke up and I couldn't sleep because my wife had gone to a concert with her brother and uh, she wasn't home yet, so I freaked out. But besides that point, I um, I was like, okay, well, I, I just need to take my mind off it because I kind of felt like, you know, sometimes when you wake up, you still feel like you're in a dream state. Well, I felt like that. And I felt like because I had re I had replayed this um, almost the exact sequence in my dream like multiple times leading up to this point so i was freaked out beyond so i was like all right let, let's play some diablo you know take my mind off of it and everything and so i think earlier that day i had uh i'm gonna totally butcher the name but the fist of oz tarask drop which is the uh, fist weapon for a monk that has the proc um i think it's between 75 to 100 percent like it increases uh, uh, wow exploding palm normally does 50% of a monster's health when it explodes, right? Well, the Fist of Oztrask will increase that up to either somewhere between 75 to 100% of their health. Well, I had one drop for me with a roll of 98%. <laughs> wow. I was like, hmm, I guess I better start using Exploding Palm. 
And uh, at first, I, I was having a rough go of it. I, I wasn't quite, I hadn't quite developed the muscle memory or just, you know, the the, uh, the acuity to it. Is that even a word? I, I think I was going for a different word, but whatever. We'll just roll with that. And um, <laughs> so I, I've been using Exploding Palm. And oh my goodness, now, now that I've gotten used to it, I love it because it is so amazing. It's so amazing. It still requires you to have some good DPS, but um, I, I mean, you could have 200k DPS and still do Torment 6, so as long as you bring some friends who bring the damage, and then uh, all they have to do is focus fire one enemy, and then pretty much everything else dies around around it, so it's amazing. So, needless to say, I'm, I'm you know, I'm just, I'm just killing, I'm just killing, I'm just killing, and I, I think my last bounty was to go kill Magda. So I was like, all right, yeah, all right, I get to go kill Rose's favorite person in the entire game. And so I go I go kill Magda, and boom, orange orange beam pops up off the screen. I was like, oh, sweet, legendary. And then I notice, oh, hey, it's a sword. Wait, that kind of looks like, oh, no way. And like I hovered over it in my inventory. I'm like, that's a Thunder Fury, Blessed Blade of the Windseeker. I was like, oh my goodness, a Thunder Fury, Blessed Blade of the Windseeker. I'm so excited to have a Thunder Fury, Blessed Blade of the Windseeker. Did and somebody say Thunder Fury, Blessed Blade of the Windseeker? Yes, somebody did say Thunder Fury, Blessed Blade of the Windseeker. So I I identified it, and um, the uh, DPS was a little on the low side. I mean, um, 2198, uh, 659 dex, so that's on the low side of the dexterity. It rolled with 681 stamina, and I... I do believe Thunder Fury always rolls with the socket. So I was like, well, you know, this is still pretty much a massive upgrade, especially with that proc. And so I was like, yes, my monk, my monk. I love my monk. And my show notes are not popping back up. There we go. All right. So yeah, I'm planning on dropping uh, the 681 stamina and going to shoot for um, 10% damage, which should buff the weapon up to like 2400 DPS. So I'm pretty excited about that. But uh, main, I've been holding off on that because my my health pool is kind of on the low side right now. It's like I think only maybe 343, something like that. And um, it's not enough to survive much beyond Torment 3. I, I can do, I steamroll Torment 2 now. I, I've I just like everything dies in front of me and. Torment 3, I can pretty much kill everything, but I have to be really careful about dodging affixes and everything. Oh, see, Tommy, you're kind of, you guys are getting way ahead of me, and i got to catch up here soon. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. But uh, once I finally get my Dexterity Ring of Royal Grandeur, I imagine my monk will probably be able to start doing Torment 4, Torment 5, because uh, I'll, I'll just go I'll just go hog wild on crafting, you know, trying to craft the perfect sets for him you know using the Oghilds and probably I'll probably s still go with black thorns um, or as it's more commonly known as troll thorns just for the um, you know the big boost in health because that's always useful especially on a monk and if I could somehow manage to work it out to where I could have Inna's Oghilds and black thorns like all the max um, set bonuses on that my monk would be pretty much set for probably doing Torment 6, no problem. Because I also had a, a Count Julia's cameo drop, the uh, arcane, the arc, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The arcane immunity amulet 
that heals you. So, um, I, I, I love it when I see laser beams now. It's like, oh, <laughs> let me just switch over to my arcane immunity. All right, now I'm pretty much invincible. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Got my monk up, well, got my account up to Paragon 319. Dread is up to uh, 337, as, well, maybe 338 as of as of this moment. I was like, oh, Dread, you got, you, wow, you, you got really far ahead of me. He was like, Nevik, this is what I call being serious. I was like, oh, so you weren't serious before. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I was like, okay, yeah. And then um, as if that wasn't enough, um, I, I teased that Heroes. I, I was going to talk a little bit about Heroes, and I'm going to try to keep this limited because uh, I, I know not everybody is interested in Heroes, but um, I got into the Heroes Technical Alpha on Wednesday, and I was no like, fair. Mm-hmm. huh? You said no fair. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh my goodness, that game. I, I remember playing it at BlizzCon, and I, I played as Diablo, and I died like a noob. You know, I'd run up to towers, I didn't know what I was doing, I'd die at a tower, you know, but it was, you know, I was playing against the AI, so it wasn't a big deal. Um, but, uh, my, I got my account up to level 10, and, and that unlocks the hero quest, and I bought Diablo with in-game gold. Awesome. And, oh my goodness, Diablo is so cool. I like, I like using Diablo. Um, I have, I, I'm, Obviously, I'm limited because, uh, you know, you have to buy the heroes if they're not on the free rotation so that you can still have access to them. And I lost pretty much every single Diablo character that's available, (laughs) except for Tyrael. Tyrael is currently, for this week at least, on the free rotation. And I intend to play him soon. But I played Vala, and I played Sonya, so I played the Demon Hunter and the Barbarian. And uh, there's this... Nazimbo or something like that. Some puke doctor, which awesome with <laughs> which doctor he is. <sighs> yeah, I'm not totally not gonna play as that. that <laughs> no, 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 not happening. He is OP in Hera. Yeah, that gargantuan is actually pretty darn. Um, pain. <laughs> it's a pain in the butt and a zombie wall. Oh my goodness, I've gotten gotten myself killed mul- numerous times thanks to that. Um, yep. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so so far, my opinions. I really love Diablo. Um, I there 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 is this moment where um, I, I've been playing pretty much versus exclusively now. Um, I I still really suck, but I I feel more confident in my ability now. So I, I f- don't feel super scared to jump into versus. Well, we were going up against uh, enemies, you know, other players. And this elite torn chieftain comes running up to one of our towers, and I'm like, hmm, let me see if I can overpower him. So overpower, what it does is you'll grab your enemy, and you'll throw him behind you and slam him on the ground. So I stayed behind the tower, so I grabbed him, overpowered him, over onto our side of the wall so he couldn't escape. And then the towers killed him. It was so much fun. Oh, so... oh wow. And, uh, what? Uh, I think, uh, I think, uh, Another player was playing as Lily, uh, who was a support character, and he was like, "Nice grab, Diablo." I was like, "Yeah, thanks." But <laughs> that was quickly um, uh, countered with a couple dumb deaths. But uh, we we won't talk about that. 
Gods. So let's. <laughs> I, I think that, I think that's enough. I think that's enough talk about heroes. So let's All move right. on to our ad, which is Audible. You can go to bit.ly/sspbook to get your free audiobook with your 30-day free trial. When you go to bit.ly/sspbook, you will get digital versions of the Wall Street Journal and and New York Times, as well as access to all of their member offers. If you do continue your membership past that 30 days, you'll get a credit every month, which you can use on over 150,000 titles to choose from, which spans the gamut of everything. Uh, You name it, you can pretty much almost find it, except for a few key things that, you know, we've learned over the years, I suppose, you know, like Harry Potter, you know, that empire's not on Audible. That's okay, because Harry Potter's terrible. Shame on you if you like Harry Potter. Oh, we gotta get the hate mail now. <laughs> Here we go. Hey, it wouldn't be a show without me offending somebody, right? Even if. But you know what's really awesome? To get on Audible. What's that? The Game of Thrones. The whole series of the Game of Thrones. Really? Oh, I didn't know yep, that. Yeah, read by Roy Dotrice, and he does a fantastic job. I'm on book five. It took me months to get here. <laughs> I bet. I imagine. Because this I one has 76 um, chapters and 48 hours of reading for one book. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You yeah. watch the TV show too or no? Oh, yeah, I do. It, it was, it's fun. Yeah. I knew it was going to happen this week too. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, and I was like, no, I'm not going to say it. not going to ruin it. <laughs> yeah, without any spoilers, I knew myself because I read, I think, the first four. I still got to get to five. But, uh, well, my... Mandy was all like, don't say anything. And I kept, you know, joking like, oh, this is, uh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I got, I think, a couple chapters, like two chapters into um, Game of Thrones. And his, uh, his writing style is hard. It's, there's so many, so many names, so many people, so many places and now, I imagine once you get into the series, or the book series... It gets much better. I, yeah. I know at the very beginning, the first book, I was You're not so liking it either. But yeah. by the time it got to the middle of the first book, I was full into it. Yeah. See, so yeah, I started reading after I'd watched, um, like, the first two seasons. So I was, or just kept waiting for certain things to happen in the books and trying to compare on how it was going to pan out so yeah, yeah, yeah definitely do the audio books because Roy Dodis does a fantastic job of reading it and it's so much more fun than just um would those be on our yeah, audible on audible oh all right I'm gonna have to sign back up then and get a free one. yeah <laughs> well I guess since we mentioned that we might as well play a clip from it right here and soft to sin that he killed them all himself he did Garrett told the barracks over wine twisted it little heads off our mighty warrior. They had all shared a laugh. It is hard to take orders from a man you laughed at in your cups, Will reflected as he sat shivering atop his garron. Garrod must have felt the same. Mormont said, we shall track them, and we did, Garrod said. They're dead. They shan't trouble us no more. There's hard riding before us. I don't like this weather. If it snows, we could be a fortnight getting back, and snow's the best we can hope for. Ever seen an ice storm, my lord? The lordlings seemed not to hear him. He started the deepening twilight in that half-bored, half-distracted way he had. Will had ridden with the knight long enough to understand that it was best not to interrupt him when he looked like that. So go to bit.ly slash sspbook to get your free audiobook today. So, it's been a little over two weeks, so let's... 
let's check up on our tweeters. And Jen, why don't you kick it off with uh, the first bunch? Okay, so our first tweet is from Torak1714, who says, At Shattered Stone, I don't play the monk much at all. Why? Because it's not a wizard. Male wizards for the win. <coughs> and he's got a winky smiley face after that one. Yeah, that's probably why he tweeted that, that reaction oh. from you, Nevik. <laughs> oh my god. Next yeah. thing, Torak's going to tell us that there's really unicorns out there. <laughs> no one told you? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, actually, these first two tweets are holdovers. They, they came in a little bit after, well, actually, except for Torax. I, I have to apologize. Somehow, his tweet slipped through the cracks. It, it was there for our last show. Just, it somehow didn't pop up, and I didn't capture it. So, so I apologize. That, that was in response <laughs> to our last question of the show. And our okay. next tweet is also a response, but this one came in after we recorded, so. Okay, fair enough. So this is from at Torhammer6, who says at Shattered Stone, the witch yes! doctor just yeah! can't what? get into it. But leveling no, no, no. one, listen, he goes on, but leveling one now just to complete one character Lame, of each class to just 70. to do it. <laughs> so he's playing one anyway. Yeah, because if you, if you recall, the question of the show was what was what was your least played class? Right. Mm-hmm. So he answered that question then. <laughs> All right. So you know is what? that okay? Okay, I I have to come clean. I I got my my puke doctor up to I think level sixty two. Hey, Yay. there you go. I forgot to mention that. You forgot. Yeah. Well, level did you say the wizard hard was at? My my wizard, my <laughs> lovely lovely wizard. She's at level seventy, of course. <laughs> and I have a level one wizard waiting in the wings, uh, Clementine. So I. I Oh, I just, ha- I just haven't found the time to, you know, power level her through. So, hey, is she hardcore? No, she's softcore because that's where. Okay, because that- I was gonna say, you know, Clementine is a fruit. Oh, <laughs> good point. Mm, that's a good point. <laughs> that is a very good point. Uh-huh. But no, she Phase is Clem. She's softcore. I I made her to because uh, I have so much extra wizard gear right now in my stash. I figured I might as well create another wizard and you know try some wacky builds with her. So. Anyways, wacky clam. All right, so moving on with the tweets. The next one is from at hometown hero zero zero eight, who says, "Great night for at grind exp finding his ring of grandeur." I will accept some responsibility since I was in the game. Winky smiley face, and he tags that one to at Nevik James and at Shatterstone. I think he tagged me because at one point the message of the day in the clan was, uh, "What was." I was, what, taking bets on when when Dread will finally get his ring of royal grandeur? Well, he got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was say, did he not get it yet? Because uh, that got was it. so long ago. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got that. And moving on, the next tweet is from at Burcrow78. Did I say that right? I hope so. Yeah, All close right. enough. Okay, I try. I, I, I think it... B-U-R-G-H, right? Yeah, somebody, somebody tell me if it's not right, and I'll try better next time. But um, he says, At Shattered Stone, finally reached 70 on Hardcore, thanks to Cyber, Scrum, Ninepad, and JC for helping me, even when I died stupidly. Hashtag true online friends. Aww. Aww. That's so <laughs> that was really cool. Yeah. What a good group of guys, too. Yeah. That's awesome. Our communities. I, we have I a great community. community. I'm, like, mm-hmm. so proud of everybody. They're all helpful and nice and cool, you know? And, and not everything goes that way online, so <laughs> it's pretty no. impressive. 
All right. The next one's from at Shano. He says, at Shattered Stone, Smashers now has a puzzle ring and his own treasure goblin. And he says, and apparently low-res screenshots. He's got a screenshot of, you know, his barbarian smashes with a little treasure goblin running along behind him. (laughs) There he is. And it laughs, too. It totally laughs at you as it runs along. Oh, that's creepy. It's kind of neat, though. I don't know. It's kind of neat. I normally play with my in-game sounds down a little bit so that I can actually listen to music. Well, it, it laughs at you. Not perpetually and not all the time, but you'll hear it giggling sometimes. And then when we were playing, I would hear his treasure goblin giggling and I'd be looking around for another treasure goblin. Like, you know, oh, I hear one. Where is it? No, it's yours. Okay. <laughs> you know? Oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of fun. It's um, fun when you try to shoot him, too. Minute, yeah, I know. I know you're like targeting, and it's not working. You know what? Oh, yeah. You know what, Bridget? That that reminded me of an idea that I had. That um, what was it? I think I was listening to the the Diablo show or something, and somebody was bringing up how uh, whenever they played with the witch doctor, they always tried to kill their minions or something like that. I was thinking, why? <laughs> I was like, that is so here's true. a great idea. What if? Uh, this could be a toggle, you know, it it could be a little, uh, you know, check mark in your gameplay section of your options menu um, to put a green outline around friendly targets. Mm. Oh, that's a good idea. That way you would be able to more um, easily and instantly identify, oh, that's just one of those many, many, many nuisances from the witch doctor <laughs> <laughs> no no i've been in games where i've had uh, people in our clan like demon and pony who continue to fight after everything's been killed and like oh i thought i was trying to kill him and nothing was dying i thought i had a glitch in the game <laughs> but it was, it was your, uh, your pygmies and your um zombie dogs i'm like sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah it happens all too often oh how funny all right, so moving on, we've got some responses to uh, Sean's tweet about the treasure goblin. At Medros says, wait, treasure goblin of your own? And at Shauna responded back, yeah, best loot ever after running two rifts with at Queen of Haiku, because that's oh, where we were. Yeah. After two, nice. after awesome. two, yeah, he was like really lucky. The next person to respond is at Josh CBC, who says, if you need a third, send me Battle.net names. Always looking for rift runs. Our Battle.nets are on the Shattered Steelstorm website, too. Yep. Um, I can't remember mine. Or you can just join the community (laughs) in-game and just talk in the community because it's easy to invite people uh, to your game. Um, Our clan is pretty much full, so we don't really have any room. But uh, you're always welcome to join the community. Because I know some of her friends' lists are kind of maxed yep. out as well, so yeah, I'm, I got I some know. space if anyone's looking. You can add me, uh, Antonius eighteen seventy three, I believe. Poor lonely Aww. Antonio. I didn't say I was lonely. I just said you can add me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So moving on, there's a couple more tweets uh, in response to the tweet about the puzzle ring and the treasure goblin. Um, at MacGyver, he says, yep, I've got one too. So there's someone else out there with the treasure goblin puzzle ring mm-hmm. running around. And at Sad Romeo says, nice, especially after 2.0.5. They are better now, not perfect, but much better. Yep. So thus ends and, that discussion line. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I just realized something. I have the Reaper of Souls Collector's Edition, which means my WoW characters have a treasure goblin. <laughs> 
Yeah, I went and got mine recently, and um, it's. I think I played my uh, Death Knight, and the treasure goblin's about her size. It's hysterical. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty neat. Just imagine if you were to give give that treasure goblin um, that food that in lo- makes him fifty percent. Oh, the the pet biscuit. Yeah. Oh, I gotta try that. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> Okay, now I know what I'm going to do next time I log in there. <laughs> so, Lantenio, why don't you take the next batch? Yes. Nope. Okay, we're at Sad Romeo, correct? Nope. Uh, next just one. Oh, Moogiver. Oh, okay. Kyover, okay. Yes. At, uh, Karova says, at Sheriff Stone, with the anniversary and the class buff, I finally left my barbarian behind and consider the Crusader my new main, uh, hashtag, uh, Pelilove. That's cool. I like to, like him myself. Crusader's I have to say, though, I still... Still doing Witch Doctor more when I do play, I would say. Oh, so. Ah, okay. Good job. How could you? How could you? <laughs> Good job. How couldn't he? You know, that was more thinking. <laughs> but uh, then we're moving on. We have another one from Torak. He says, Asher Stone thought episode 62 was finished. FTMT. I'm not sure what that abbreviation is. Uh, he came meant O M. Or what? O F T M P T. Not FTNT. Wait, what? Oh, okay. Well, anyway, came came <laughs> Official on Official Foreign Thread Masterpiece Theater. Came on and scared the shiz out of, out of me. Well, I might have or been egg. drinking, though. That would scare me, too. Okay, that, then. That, that's my homeboy right there. <laughs> okay, and then he says, also says, in case my followers aren't listening to Asher's own podcast, um, you should. Yeah. It's great we're fun, fine. even if you don't about. play at Diablo 3. Ah, that's very nice. I would like to think that people who had zero interest in Diablo would listen to us and still be entertained. Well, it's community-based, and so you don't really have to, you know. But um, anyway, moving on. At Shano says, At Shatterstone, Smashers is now a proud equipter of Thunder Fury, and he sent us a little pic here of his nice. You know what? Did someone say Shana Thunder Fury? Blessed Blade of the Wind. <laughs> you misspoke there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he meant Thunder Fury, Blessed Blade of the Windseeker, because it is most definitely Thunder Fury, Blessed Blade of the Windseeker, the screenshot that he sent us. Anyways. And there's a little story about how he got his Thunder Fury, Blessed Blade of the Windseeker as well. So um, what happened was uh, we were playing, and uh, he said, oh, I've got a legendary. Let me let me figure out what it is. Let me identify it. And I'm like, okay, cool. And uh, I was either killing part of a mob or doing something, and he looked at it and he said, Oh, yeah, well, it doesn't look as good as what I've got, so I'm not really worried about it. We'll just keep going. And then I looked at the corner of the screen, and I noticed that, like, three or four people in the clan were saying congrats to Shano. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what did you get? And I looked, I scrolled back a little bit, and it said he had Thunder Fury, Blessed Blade of the Windseeker. And I went, wait a minute, hold up. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you know? And I, like, walked over to his computer and went, okay, look at the stats on this thing. <laughs> you know, kind of, yeah. like, talked him through oh, yeah. what he it was. He didn't how good it was He first. didn't know. Like, he didn't rec- right. He didn't know the... Yep. I don't know if he's aware of all the names of the stuff that we're all, like, wanting to get one of, you know? And um, mm-hmm. I guess it didn't go green or something, so he might have thought it wasn't better or something like that. And, uh, That's yeah, a- I went over and I'm like, look at this lightning damage. You want this thing? <laughs> you know, yeah. and, like, Actually, kind of, um- you know... All he has to do is re-roll that 7% damage to 10% damage, and he yeah, has better incredibly than good Thunder Fury, Blessed Blade of the Windseeker. <laughs> yeah, so he's got to try that at some point. Oh, yeah, it is better he than... He got a good one, and he's been using it, and the lightning damage is phenomenal. It bounces around between, mm-hmm. you know, mobs yeah, and he, Yeah, his proc damage is even a lot better than mine, so... 
Yeah, so I'm glad that, like, we figured this out, you know, um, before we got back to town where he might have been able to, like, sell it or something. (laughs) Because I wouldn't, I didn't check, like, when he said, you know, when he said, oh, it's not as good, I just figured, okay, it's not as good, and I was moving on, because I figured he can look at the numbers and figure that out. But this, it's not the same with the legendaries, it doesn't always, like, go green, you know, the stats go green and all that. So, um, yeah, so I'm glad that people in the clan kind of went congrats, because it made me look twice and go, oh, he's got a Thunder Fury Blessed Blade of the Windseeker, hold on, (laughs) you know? So he's using it now. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good Thunder Fury Blessed Blade of the Windseeker. I'm I'm pretty jelly right now. It's a good one. Yep. So he's got that and the puzzle ring with yep. the uh goblin on the same on his barbarian. So yeah. Alright, well moving on to the next tweet. Ad said Romeo says in response to Sean, Oh, congrats on the Thunder Fury. I have yet to find one, but I'm more than determined to get an RNG to bless me with one. Oh, yep, <laughs> sad Romeo is also guilty of not properly referring to Thunder Fury Blessed Blade of the Windseeker. I think we have a show title. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, anyway, Ad paid to kill five four four zero says Ad Sharon so and loving the clan have met some awesome people already. Well, thank you. I'm I'm glad that I'm sure he's talking himself. about me and not Nevik, but <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was wondering when that was coming up. You haven't even been Elder, on. So Elder. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I've been busy playing a good game. I mean, playing Hearthstone. Um, at at Elderus underscore Wow, Shadow Sultan said that the wizard talks to IQ. Awesome Easter egg, you guys over at Diablo. Yeah. Oh, that must be JH noticing Love that it. the wizard talks in haiku. Yeah. Haiku he wrote. Yeah, that's got to be what they're referring to here. At wow, at wow, Jason six two six zero six is that Shatterstone? I was looking to the shield flail. Um, Gear Falcons. Quick. Gear Falcons Fote. I spent fourteen thousand blood shards. Still haven't dropped. Oh uh, my goodness! Fourteen thousand. <laughs> Hashtag RN Jesus hates me. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> that is quite true. Yeah. <laughs> At that point, ouch. At wow, Jason says again. At share so soon. Uh, Nemec, or oh, Nevek, I'm sure you meant to say. I'm sorry for the puke doctor has sucked me into the hashtag dark side. Fifteen fetishes hitting for ten million each. Hashtag D three RNG just bless me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, how funny. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> That's right. Uh, which, oh, wow, Jason again says, at Sharestone, if you need to substitute a fourth musketeer, let me know. I can talk with Diablo for days. Consider my ad podcast guest application. Hey! Don't be <laughs> jumping only, in on my There's only one Kool-Aid. fourth musketeer in that slant. So. <laughs> how dare That's you, right. sir? Yeah, me, me and Navik might give each other crap, but we love each other. Yeah, secretly. Just secretly. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, again says Asher Stone had never changed while my Twitter app changed to ne- changed Nevik to Nemic. Yeah. Oh well that makes sense to that. Hashtag Nemec tweet change. fail, hashtag Nevik forgive me. Don't let the effect of my app to be a guess. Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that's it. No oh, funny. You just I, I love it. burned your application before it. it even came in. So no I'm just kidding. <laughs> Brazier White, why don't you finish out the rest of the tweets? All right, at Cyberwolf, he goes, friends at Shadowstone at Diablo, tribute to my hardcore monk. Yeah, he wrote it up on on Reddit, so we'll include a link to that. I I felt so bummed when Cyberwolf lost his monk. Oh, he lost it. That's so sad. 
um, at Justin underscore HB. Oh, I'm sorry, Jen. What was that? No, I was just saying how everyone was dying in hardcore a lot. It seems like every time I come on, I hear someone died again. I'm like, no. <laughs> Leading all these hardcore characters to their slaughter while I sleep. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, next is at Justin underscore HB at Shatterstone. Hey guys, love the podcast. Hectic lifestyle with kids, career, but always manage to squeeze in D3 and your show. Hey, I appreciate it. Aww. I don't know how that goes, too. That's awesome. Yeah. Next is at Kagurai underscore LeBlue. At Shatterstone, finally found a third Marauder's piece. Time to start some Torment 4. Nice. Overachiever. Cool. Nice. <laughs> Overachiever? <laughs> <laughs> Next is uh, at Diablo Player sixty eight. Listening to the following podcast at Shatterstone at the Diablo Show. Uh, both great shows. Hashtag the Diablo Show. Hashtag Shatterstone. Hashtag D three ROS. Hashtag Diablo three. Hashtag heard everything there. Aww. So I put some hashtags. <laughs> you everybody. Hashtag. hashtag too many hashtags. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. Aww. Glad he's listening. I'm glad he's enjoying it too. Thank you. And yep. I, I know, I know. We've already referred to the Justin Timberlake and uh, and uh, uh, oh my goodness, I'm totally blanking on his name. Oh my god, uh, who just took over the like, the Tonight Show? Oh, um, Jimmy Fallon. I mean Fallon. Yeah, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's such a great bit. I love that. Anyways, at ca- carry on. Oh, carry on. yeah, carrying on. At Kagari underscore the blue. At Shatterstone. A little late, but I finally joined the Paragon Three Hundred Club. Nice. Slacker. Slacker. <laughs> oh. oh my god, I must not have Aww. even started the game. <laughs> yeah, really, oh, same I here. I'm thinking, behind I think all, I just hit 100 know. a little while ago. I was so excited. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that like the it's presidential fit- yeah. fitness club, good, uh, test or something like that? They used to do oh, the fitness patch, right? You gotta do 300. <laughs> yeah, uh, I remember those. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah, you had to score better than like a certain percentage of your grade or something. It was just crazy. Yeah, I remember those. Oh man, it was so much fun when uh, the governor was the governor of California. Yeah, hell, to pump you up. <laughs> the governor. Yeah. <laughs> and and now he smashes things with his tank. <laughs> smashes po- things and with polishes tanks. his like collection of what? How many sets of boots does he have? Like well over five hundred or something like that. Something Couldn't ridiculous. wait to get back to the chopper. <laughs> Uh, I still love it. <laughs> so, okay. So, um, this kind of will tie into our... Well, we're, we're going to talk about the ending of Diablo 3 Reaper of Souls. But before we get to that... Um, spoilers. Spoiler? Well, maybe not. But uh, we we posed this... Poised? Posed Whoa. this question on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, we poised it. We poised it for you all to... Never mind. Um, <laughs> if... Anyways, the question of the show, if there is a second expansion to Diablo 3, who or what do you think will be the final encounter? And the first response came to Fuck Boopog, and he said, Tathamit. And then Nineball Gamer chimed mm-hmm. in and said, that's got my vote. Then Master Doe, uh, over on Twitter, otherwise known as Pergos Master, says, maybe Ooh. Imperius? And then Winky, Winky Smile. Then Torak1714, Torak, you know... Also chimed in, Imperius, the making of the Reaper of Souls DVD shows an early concept of Imperius and Malthiel stealing the Black Soulstone together. Oh, yes, it did. didn't realize um, that. MacGyver then said, Diablo again, because the last 
x times and x you know is a variable you know mm -hmm. welcome to algebra we're just a setback nah seriously i reckon it's is gonna go all mouthfeel on our asses imperius what do you say oh he said imperius right uh yeah yeah yeah, Imperius is gonna go all Malthiel on our asses. Did I? As miss long as we don't have some another like Malthiel's random dude that shows up and supposed to be good and hates the world now and stuff. And I'm, you know, where, where's Mephisto? Come on, come on, it's a little late. Mm -hmm. yeah. where's, where's Bale and Mephisto? I mean, every night I was back. I think we should just have to fight everybody, all of them at once. Have a big old all-out war. That oh, that would be so cool. That that would be wild. That'd be wild. Be wild. Mm. Wow, and uh, <laughs> but oh man, you you know, at first I thought I could have sworn that we were gonna lay the smackdown on Imperius, but after after an expansion, you know, filled with uh, killing angels and you know, angel-like beings being corrupted by demonic forces and, and and or everything else, who knows? I I think it would be too much of the same if we went to go fight Imperius. So I, I think it's going to be something different, but yeah, it's kind of been said and done. Yeah, and although Blizzard sometimes has the tendency of taking the easy way out when it comes to lore, <laughs> you know, in terms of, um, well, uh, there also I think during the anniversary streams when Nineball was streaming with uh, Brian Kindrigan and uh, Leonard Boyarski, they they didn't intend to kill. Deckard with uh, Magda, but it ended up fitting just like the whole overall design of the game that they were doing. They have this tendency of maybe it's not taking the easy way out, but tailoring the lore mm -hmm. to fit the gameplay more so that it ties together better. So yeah, I I just I don't think we're gonna fight Imperius. I just I don't have that feeling. But anyways, Tinoch then comes in and says, all three prime evils at once since they were released by Malthiel. So that's a possibility. I agree. And then JC Monkey D3 responded, the heroes are gathering up an army of witch doctors to storm uh, Zansai <laughs> uh, to <laughs> off all the wizards. We win. I do, <laughs> I do not... I like it! Wait a second. Um, let's see. Let's make that... There we go. Oh, it's oh, cool. oh come it on. It just disappeared right out of the show notes. <laughs> it must be a wizard there. trick. My goodness. Cheater. Mm. Yeah. No censorship here. No, <laughs> none of that. None, none at all. <laughs> well, Torak responded to that inflammatory tweet and said, uh, they will be busy puking from seasickness to be effective in battle. Wizards win like always. Um, no. <laughs> you gotta get the, you know, the stomach turning somehow to get all that puking going. So, so they'll be even more prepared be then, the right? They'll be all yeah, set. Exactly. <laughs> stomach will be nice and strong and ready to yeah, go. Yeah, I think Torek <sighs> employed a tactic that would actually bolster the puke doctors, but uh, JC Monkey then retorts and says, no, the puke doctors will be collected in barrels to be flung over the castle walls. Game on. Sweet. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna think about this too hard. Probably My, not a good idea. Yeah, yep. mm -hmm. yeah. Just let it go. And then uh, Tor Torak <laughs> takes things even more off topic and says, "Puke doctors versus male wizards would wait. Male wizards. You might as well say puke doctors versus unicorns uh, would be an epic hockey team 
fight. I don't really think it'd be too epic. It'd just be too easy for the wizards to, or the witch doctors to win. <sighs> so, okay. <laughs> All right. So pulling us back on onto the rails, Walkman 8 responded, Final boss requires a six-hero team to form a Nephilim Megatron to destroy all evils at once. <laughs> Make it happen, please. That would be entertaining. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And I will form the head. No. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and then Jage... Uh, says, Fight all seven lords of hell, please. Thanks. I like that. I like yeah, that one. I think that's got that's, potential. That's three for that idea. I like that. Yeah. And Sad Romeo says, I think the final battle in the second Diablo 3 expansion should be the, pri- the three primevals. It would be an epic battle to end D3. So there's mm. another check mark mm-hmm. on that. And then K. Gary, as he's formerly known as, uh, oh, I'm sorry, K. Kagari Le Blue, uh, says, Considering the evils are now free, Diablo again, perhaps doing a mirror of what Malthiel did with the demonic power in the. Uh, Soulstone, perhaps done via corrupting slash absorbing Imperius's essence. Hmm. We all did that noise. Did get injured. You know what? Actually, that that hmm, I could see that happening. Imperius somehow gets uh, offed, and we don't know who did it, and we go to find out who did it, and oh hey look, hey Diablo, how's it going? My buddy, my man. How did nobody see that coming? The other possibility, yeah really. I could (laughs) see kind of like, um, you know, Imperius is known as the grumpy angel, right? And some of of the lore and stuff, he's like, just really irritated and he doesn't want to deal with the Nephilim and he doesn't really care about them much and all of that. I could see maybe, you know, him being corrupted enough to maybe sort of flip not quite the same way that Malthiel did, but maybe kind of like inadvertently helping the forces of evil, you know? If he did, if he did go up against the Nephilim, which I think he would be smart enough not to after seeing Malthiel get taken out by a Nephilim <laughs> after absorbing the Black Soul Stone, I, I, you would think Imperius would be smart enough not to do that, right? Right, but if he's filled with rage... You That's know, true. he was already kind of corrupted when the the soul stone was in the high heavens. You know, yeah. So but, maybe, but it's kind of a long shot, and yeah. it would put the player in the position of having to fight both Imperius and whatever army he brings, and maybe the three, uh, you know, the pr- three prime evils, kind yeah. of simultaneously. Which would you'd kind of have the sin war all over again, kind of. <laughs> you know, and yeah. uh, I'm not sure, but I think um, the other potential is. Perhaps we'll be fighting like a renegade Nephilim. That's also quite, quite appropriate given the ending. Well, if anything, I, I was trying to make the point that uh, if Imperi- if we do go up against Imperius, he cannot be the final boss. There, no, no. Because no, I don't if, think he would be. No, because that that would just that would not be cool. I, I would not be kosher with that. Killing two angels in a row. No, thank you. But uh. Yeah, I could totally see that, especially given the ending of Reaper of Souls, which we might as well start talking about now. Since, um, well, actually, you know what? Let's read this first email from Pog because he talks about it a little bit. Okay. And um, then we'll talk about the ending, and then we'll finish out the rest of the show with the rest of the emails. So Sweet. we'll do that. How does that sound? Sounds good, right? Yep. So, um, okay. 
Jen, why don't you read the email from Fuckbootlog? Okay, so he starts it like last time. He says, Kapla, y'all. And then he says, yes, that's Klingon. So I was right. <laughs> Yay. Klingon pride. Klingon. Klingon pride. Okay, he says, overall, the ending to Reaper was fine. What I don't understand is the whole Malthiel falling off the edge of the platform thing, much like the way I killed Diablo. Neither boss ever dies near the edge, so how does he even fall off? <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> Did I decide to throw or push his body off? off the edge for funsies okay. <laughs> <laughs> or you just or you just kicked him you know um a la 300 <laughs> this is sanctuary or something like that maybe you know <laughs> if you're playing a barbarian maybe you just hit him really hard and he kind of flew you know yeah like this, other stuff yeah, the i don't physics, know. You know the physics it could be yeah sanctuary physics here <laughs> anyway Fakbupad goes on to say, also the whole mortal heart falling to corruption bit. I recall seeing a bunch of corrupted angels in Act 4. So what difference does it make? Just about anything <laughs> can get corrupted. Even trees. <laughs> Which is true. <laughs> then he said, I did like seeing my character looking like a goddess ready to kill everything though. That was nice. And yeah. that's from Fakbupad. Yeah, so, okay. So the ending is... You kill Malthiel after he absorbs the Black Soul Stone into him, essentially, you know, taking all seven prime, seven evils into him. Mm -hmm. And uh, was it Leonard Boyarsky? Yeah, I think it was. I think it was Leonard who said, or maybe it was Kindrigan. I don't remember. Um, that said that Malthiel wasn't quite sure if he could control them, but uh, what choice did he have? You know, he was getting his ass handed to him by a Nephilim. So he's like, well, I guess I guess I got to do it. You know, I, I, I got to break the seal. And so he was just looking for any edge to potentially help him defeat a Nephilim. And, uh, well, he failed. <laughs> so, so that um, freed the essences of all seven evils. And I wonder if that freed Zoltan Kool's essence as well. Because you might think Zoltan Kool got sucked into the Black Soulstone when we killed him in Act 2. So, that's what I thought too. Yeah, but you know, but did did the Horadrim then come in and you know you know decapitate him and separate his body and stuff or may, all may, over again? Oh wait, I think I he got just it. I got it. The next boss will be Zoltan Cool, but we're gonna have to, a la Zelda, they're gonna break up his body into seven pieces and we have to go. Put them, no, no, no. Put them all back together. We're, we're gonna have to go into all these different dungeons to find every single piece to put them back together. Because, oh wait, he actually has the answer, the ultimate key to you know ending everything, you know, and you freeing go. freeing the Nephilim from the bonds of uh, of the angels and the demons. That's what it's gonna be. That's it. Yeah, and two of the pieces will be only attainable through a rift, so you'll have to play adventure mode even if you don't like it. No, no, <laughs> no, no. They, they can't do that. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Yeah, you can't put that toothpaste back into the tube after it's been squeezed. Oh, so does that mean the final boss will be Ganon? <laughs> there you go. Or Ganondorf. A new twist on things. <laughs> Ganondorf, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Ganondorf wasn't... He's the... Well, Ganon is the ultimate form, so... Mm. Yeah. So I guess that means we're going to need... Uh, the, the next follower will be a pixie. And they'll go, hey, <laughs> hey every time you walk by something of interest oh my goodness could you imagine if you had a little navi following you around and every time you ran ran by a <laughs> kick um 
I'm sorry, I'm going to borrow this from the Diablo show. Thank you, Scott Johnson, um, for the clickables and kickables. And Navi would just fly up to it and go, <laughs> hey, hey. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, Oh, listen. boy. But, I think yeah. I'd be trying to shoot it after the first five times it does that voice. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, okay, mute. My, uh, yeah, so essentially the ending has, you know, Unfortunately, they didn't do a full rendered cinematic as most people were expecting. I was mostly okay with the uh, moving art style. Like, um, what, what, what did they call it? Um, they, I think they had come up with some kind of name for, for that moving art that they, that they did. Um, but they did mention, I think Leonard mentioned that they went with that because it felt more personal. Because all, all of the... Um, you know, whenever you'd start an act or you did a transition in an act, uh, you would have that same moving art. And, and it, it was, was it was tailored to whatever class you were playing. Right. So they felt like it tied everything together. And, yeah, I can see that. I, can see I guess that. they, yeah. I guess their cinematic team was working on something else. <laughs> so. Isn't it like at the end of Diablo 2, the story is just like one cinematic and everything's like blowing up around and you see the Dark Wanderer or something like that? Or... Maybe I'm thinking in between that and the expansion, that one. You know what? I haven't. I don't. Oh no! At the end, it's the, the, the world stone blowing up. But it's like it's right, always been yeah, a generic like one character. Yeah. Before, like at the end of it, like shoving like at the end of first Diablo shoving this thing into his forehead, stuff like that. Where right. it's just like it that was not really personal to the player. That was the story. So you're, you're like on the outside looking at the story, watching what's happening at the end. And I think that's what they mean by making it personal because now, mm -hmm. you know, rather than having a cinematic that's tailored to each player, they were able to kind of do this art form, which may have been a little bit quicker to produce, but also, you know, for every character, when you're Nephilim, no matter which class you are, you're finishing the story and it's about you. And so that way, the story right. stays with you rather than the story stays with, you know, um, the the Haradrim or something like that that's not really tailored to you. So in that way, with the next expansion, it brings your character's class and your story into that rather than just a generic story. So it kind of keeps you involved. I didn't beat it with every class, but does it say, like... I remember when I won with the Witch Doctor, it was like, you know, who can control this Witch Doctor if he was to turn evil? So maybe, like, your character would turn evil if they're hinting at that. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. That was pretty much with every mm -hmm. class. I mean, I've defeated the game with all five classes. Well, there's only one evil and, class. Uh, we don't know that. It's a wizard. Yeah. So you know it's gonna be a wizard. <laughs> yeah. So it's a wizard's fault. I'm. You know what? I'm okay with that. <laughs> come come at it, to beat up next expansion. Never, never wants to be the end all, be all of the world. <laughs> Nevek is the final boss. No, I think if it's going to be <laughs> yeah, Nevek's Nevek the final boss, boss. there we sense. go. <laughs> you have to like throw Snickers bars and distract him. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> kind of That's my quick tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but seriously, if we're going to end up, if we are going to end up fighting like a rogue Nephilim, um, I think the class most likely to turn is probably the Demon Hunter because they're already fueled by hatred. You know, I think it'll they're be like a, just shy of going evil as is. Media, you'll unlock it. If it was something like that, would be kind of cool. That'd be neat. That'd be kind of cool. What, oh wait, 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 wait. What if? Okay, this sounds completely strange. 
what if the final encounter isn't necessarily, you know, just a rogue Nephilim? What if it's every other Nephilim class but yours, and you have to fight them all at the same oh, time? Oh, that would be cool. How are they going to fit that into the storyline, though? Kind of like well, it could be Diablo when he pulls in all the Neph other Nephilim. Like how he had the, the oh, Shadow yeah, okay. Nephilim. You know, maybe, I don't know, I'm just spitting out. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, I mean, before, like, work. we fought um, Diablo, and now we fought... Uh, Malthiel, so we fought a mm -hmm. demon angel, and we've proven that the mm -hmm. Nephilim are stronger than both. Right. Maybe this ties into the next storyline, right. which is the you know those um, essences of evil are all out in the world again. Maybe those essences of evil have corrupted Nephilim. Right. As we've uh, you know as you guys are alluding to, which is a great concept oh, for it. Okay. And then your Nephilim is responsible for shutting yeah. down the evils and the rest of the Nephilim. Because nothing else, no demons, no angels have been able to defeat a Nephilim. Maybe only a Nephilim can defeat a Nephilim, even if he's powered by the uh, evil. Yeah, and you know what? It, it could still tie in. You know, we could still go on that item hunt for Zoltan Cool because we're going to need him as an ally. You really want this. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Zoltan Cool hunt. I love Zoltan Cool. I, I love him as a character. He yes. is awesome. He is, he is quite possibly one of the best... Uh, characters in in the entire universe i mean he is like the proto nephilim essentially i mean he isn't but he is i mean he he obtained a level of a nephilim that rivaled you know the beginning nephilim from you know when inarius and uh and uh, uh oh my god i'm blinking on her name you know, we're not gonna know Inarius. what to do and then we're gonna have to resurrect kane somehow <laughs> to help us and save us and uh, that. oh yeah kane could come in with a lightsaber you know, because like he'll that, be all oh, oh, yeah, he'll be the ghost form. <laughs> oh, like my. Form. And be like... Yeah, because we burned him. We burned him. That, that you know, just like Qui-Gon yeah. Qui Jin. Yeah. Hmm. And Yoda. Nephilim, and, I'll identify your item. Well, I... Not, not Obi-Wan, but... Why, why am I talking <laughs> about Star Wars? I don't even like Star Wars. I don't Wars know. Yeah. You just kind of went there. Went so Jedi, really and, uh, yeah. That's not cool. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Although they could, they could incorporate Deckard Cain yeah. kind of as a ghost. You know, I mean, we had Zoltan Cool following us around. I really don't think they want so. to, though. Yeah, it's it's already in the game. You know that kind of mechanism. You, you know, we we need to be careful because we we do know that developers listen to us, and some of our ideas are kind of crazy. <laughs> Well, they'll oh. probably figure that out, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, I, I really know. hope we're not inceptioning some really weird ideas inside. Mm. <laughs> they'll be like, yeah, I don't know where I got this so, idea. So, guys, but... developers, let me <laughs> yeah. you know. Spoilers for everybody else. Next expansion, Dumbledore kills Snake. And we're all set. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. There we go. <laughs> you know what will happen, though? Someone will be listening to our show like, and f as they fall asleep, because a lot of people listen to podcasts as they fall asleep, you know? And they'll wake up the next Ooh. morning and be like, oh my god, you guys, I've got this great idea. I have no idea where it came from, you know? And <laughs> so so here, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take Sultan Cool's body, we're going to break it up into seven pieces, and we're going to make the Nephilim go all around All the seven pieces are guarded by the seven, front, seven yeah. evils. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. You know Run yeah. with it. Run with it. Oh there you go. So you got to fight the boss to get the piece of Zoltan Cool to take back to, I don't know. Maybe that's where Deckard Kane comes in. He can, like, put him back together or something. <laughs> you know? Yeah, Zoltan Cool is like yeah. the Humpty Dumpty now. Leg, uh, leg, right. arm, yeah. arm, body, Perfect. head. 
That's six. Well, it's a seven. Staff? Uh, well, of course, Zoltan Cool's um, wooden leg. He's got the <laughs> magic staff, right? <laughs> exactly. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. You gotta go find the staff, like it to go find Tyrael Sword, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it, it, was, it was heavily hinted at that Wurt's leg wasn't actually his leg. Yeah. <laughs> Wurt's leg oh, is not no. Wurt's leg. <laughs> it was his third leg, so to speak. Anyways, so Blizzard, make it happen. Thank okay. you. Moving on. <laughs> oh, all right. Thank all you. set. You're welcome. Yeah, we we, we wrote the expansion for you. We've written the You're expansion. Welcome. You can you can write us yeah, in works. by naming legendaries <laughs> after us. That'd be good. Yeah. And zombie turkeys. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. That's it. Oh, the okay, seven well, pieces of zombie turkey. Oh, I, I don't think we have yeah, too much like more to add. Yeah, like the six pieces of him and then the zombie turkey. What? <laughs> Sultan Cool. Sultan Cool and his zombie turkey. There you go. Take over the world. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Okay. okay. Enough so, inside um, jokes. <laughs> if yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Matthew Rossi, um, he's a prolific, you know, writer over at Wow Insider and mm -hmm. he's just he, he reads and reads and reads and reads and reads. He's and he's got like an, almost an encyclopedic mind of information that he's you know retained over the years, and he's noticed a lot of um, influences from um, various ancient religions and stuff like that in Diablo. So um, he wrote up some thoughts on Reaper of Souls, and uh, not, we're not going to go, we're not going to read his thoughts verbatim because I think you would be much better mm -hmm. served just to go read it yourself. So we'll include a link to that. Yeah, I agree. Everybody should go read that. It's really interesting. Really yeah. interesting points. Mm -hmm. And if um, if you missed his post about the um, Diablo Three Chocolates lore, you can we'll include a link to that as well, so that you can read that and then read his thoughts on Reaper Souls. So that way you're uh, you're solid. That makes no sense. Sure. Anyways, let's sure. move on to our emails, and mm -hmm. I guess I'll take this email from Simon, aka Kairos. 1937 and he says hi again i'm still a proud french canadian bonjour regardless of what you think of us um simon i was just i was just being silly <laughs> i don't actually think french canadians are stinky but uh um, what which doctors are okay that 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 much i i assure you which doctors are anyways and you should come visit us and see by yourself how great and non-stinky we are maybe someday i will also, a kind reminder that English is not my native language, so right. sorry again well. for my average <laughs> phrasing. Exactly. Oh, no problem, Simon. Yeah, as you long as we understand well. you, it's all good. Yeah. Uh -huh. Anyways, <laughs> I am writing again to debate a little more about the ladder system and the state of the monk in the game. In the last episode, you were comparing the ladders with new raids in World of Warcraft. While I understand your point, I, dis I disagree completely. New raids are indeed new content that you could access with your main character to defeat new challenges and new bosses for new appealing loot. The key word here is new. In the latter, we are just redoing old content with a new carrot at the end. So in WoW, it would be like if they added new epics, but to get those, you would have to re-level a character without your gold stash or any heirloom you previously acquired, then redo old raids. I still don't get that I don't get the appeal into that. Hmm. You know, he does make a fairly solid, s strong point right there. Also, never try to raid with multiple characters. 
it's pretty much the same thing. I'm like, yeah, I'm it's... thinking it's like back in Wrath, where you could pretty much, let's say I had a lion, mm -hmm. horde, two horde characters that were raiding, so it would be raiding like six nights a week, doing the same content over and over because there were no separate lockouts on anything. And yeah, that was ridiculous back oh, then. Oh, wow. now, no. But I do understand it's not new content, so you're right. We're running the same things, trying to get something slightly new. Okay, I can see that. I see that point, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I'll continue on with his email, and then I, I think we'll we'll offer some counters. Oh, I'm going to counter it. Counters is the right word, but um, some... <laughs> no, let's get back into it. <laughs> well, some good point here. I like them. Confrontational. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Okay, back to his email. In Diablo 2, it made more sense to restart. It did not have this whole account-wide concept with Paragon, and besides, respecking was way less easy than it is now in Diablo 3. You discussed about a few points why non-ladder non would not be so bad, but you didn't say why you want to participate in the ladders. Don't you want to push your main character? From what I understand, you still have a long way to go to farm T6. What would you gain into the ladder? My point is, without the new legendaries, there is no real other incentive to play the ladder. We already can restart a new character and choose not to rush through content, free a stash tab for him, or if you want a true nuke gameplay, hardcore could be a way too. That however is my opinion. Let's go ahead and address this point since he moves on to the monk. So. Okay. I will. I I'll go ahead and tackle um, my why I'm going to participate in the seasons. I am going to go hardcore with the new season because I've pretty much dedicated most of my character time to softcore at the moment, just because I have so many Paragon levels. And while I would like to work on my hardcore character, I'm just I feel like I would be better served to wait until that season starts. And I think hardcore season play is where the true, well, maybe not true, but you know, where my, where, what's going to entice me to play more, you know? So, and then once that season's over, then all that stuff will get pushed back to my, you know, non-season hardcore side. And then I'll feel like, oh, hey, cool. Now, now I can play with my main hardcore character, or maybe that character will then become an alt. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, what, what do you think, Brazia? I've thought about the question, and for me, the way I'm looking at it is it's an opportunity to say, okay, let's clean, have a clean slate. N nobody has the all of the gold and all of the items from previous game, and everyone starts fresh, completely new game. So, like, can I do in this amount of time, can I push my character to be one of the top in the world with everyone starting from the same point? That's just more of kind of a personal competitive thing that I like to do because there really isn't a PvP aspect to this game. There really is like um, the raiding scene really isn't there. It's not the same um, sort of game. And you're right, there really is not a lot of incentive to do this other than maybe your own personal um, gains out of it. You know, and now that we've got like almost next day after the last show, we had some information come out about okay, what are they planning on doing with seasons and tiers, and you're right. Honestly, if you don't want to play the season, there's no reason to. Because they're going to have those legendary items included after the season ends. So, you know, you're not going to miss out on the items. You're just not going to get those items any earlier. So, from your point of view, and, and I completely understand it and see it, 
is if, you know, if you think, hey, I want to play the game with my main character. That's all I want to play it with. Well, then do it. You know, there's nothing stopping you. Go and have fun with it. I think, for me, the appeal of the season is the fact that you guys all know I sleep during my hardcore game. So I'm getting tired of losing those guys. So I can play, you know, soft hardcore. <laughs> the best way I can put it. Where I could go ahead and say, you know, push to the limits a little bit, maybe test some things out that I might not try to do in a hardcore game because I know if I if I make a mistake with, say, a, a different build, I'm done. And I can't exactly do it in the same way with my main character because my main character is going to have all of these all the gear that I've been accumulating from, you know, the beginning of Reaper of Souls. And so it's not quite the same thing. Yes, I could roll another character, and, but that's not going to be my main. I mean, I've kind of, you know, yeah, I'm rambling a little bit. But the idea is, you're right, there is no real incentive. But what I like is the fact that you, Blizzard is trying to do something with Endgame. And I know people like to compare themselves. So my thought it's they're trying to say, okay, hey, um, here's an opportunity for a certain amount of time to go in, take Diablo 3. It is not Diablo 2. You're right. It's not going to have the same reasons that you can do. Um, you'd want to do ladder resets. But it's its own system. It's its own way of trying to do it. And I think this is the first step to other things they might want to do with the game. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, that's just kind of how I'm looking at it. And... They don't have all the answers yet. They have some ideas of what they want to do with it. Um, I think that right now it's mainly just going around the leaderboards and the tier drift system, as well as you know a few new legendary items. But all those things become available in the main part of the game anyway. So you're right. If you, if you want to focus on your main character, this is not your, your game. This is not what you want to do. It's like any kind of game out there that has multiple end games to it. You know, I'm just going to say WoW because I've played that a lot more. But, um, you know, and while I do raiding, I don't really do PvP. It's not my end game. I don't really care for that. And while, you know, in other games, sure, I don't mind, like, you know, I, I like playing PvP, but you don't have that in Diablo. You have, you know, your main character, you have hardcore, and now here's another thing. Season. Yeah. And so it's up to you. And it's not like, they're not trying to pigeonhole you into saying, well, you know, you're never going to get that good gear. You're never going to get the, the tiered rift system. Um, unless you play season, no, you can have all those things after or on side, which don't really interfere with one another. So I, I think it allows people to make that choice and decide, hey, I can go play hardcore. I mean, or I can go play the season, or I can just play my main character because that's what my group of friends and I like to do. And by all means, do it. I, I don't think anybody, should, you know, you should say no. You can't do that now. I just like the fact that there are options of something different, even if it's not completely brand new completely, you know, gutted different experience for you at least gives you an option of trying something a little different. You may find out, you know, they may find out, because some of the things you pointed out, like the fact that we have the uh, shared account systems with Paragon levels and how easy it is to change your spec now that, you know, you're, you're going to find people are going to be like, ah, I don't like that as much. So maybe the, the season isn't going to work out. Or maybe, you know, there's something to it where... Um, this robust system of leaderboards really takes off and you find just a big following to it. But that's kind of why they're doing it, because everyone likes things a little bit different. Some people like meat, some people like, you know, vegetables. Have your choice, eat up. Yeah, and um, to also, um, I, I guess I didn't elaborate enough as to why I'm going hardcore. It's because I, 
just I don't feel the motivation right now because um, you know all quote unquote all my friends and you know in the clan and, and around the community they're all you know Paragon 300 and everything and it's like I wouldn't say that it's detracting from my interest in playing hardcore but I I am far more interested in you know playing in a semi competitive environment with you know friends and, and clanmates with uh, a clean slate so that that's why i'm planning on going hardcore with the seasons so you know, playing strictly hardcore in season and you know the, those tiered rifts and the leaderboards that's all coming no matter if you're not playing the season so you'll still have a reason to play your main character because other people are going to still be playing their non-season characters and they're going to be competing against each other in that leaderboard system so you'll still have plenty of reasons sure you won't have those legendaries but eventually you'll get them so you know if you don't want to as Bracia said you don't need to and you don't have to yeah and i've been kind of looking on twitch and there are different clans that are kind of doing their own little versions of game like i saw one clan doing um it was like a legendary rift run or something like that where they would go for like three hours straight and they would have teams of four and they would get points for every legendary they find and every rift they complete. And it's kind mm -hmm. of like, and it would build up. It's really kind of cool because, you know, you'd be like, okay, how, how fast can they go through D6 with, um, you know, their group of four? And how many points can they get? And, you know, it was kind of fun because it was like, at one point, there was like 250 points in their third hour or, yeah, something like that. And you could see that kind of changing. So there are people out there trying to create their own versions of Endgame. Which is kind of fun, and, you know, or you know, things that we used to do with Chocolate D3, which is, you know, go out there and for an hour and a half just start a brand new character and see how far you can go, you know, picking up items, self-bound, and then, you know, just kind of, well, what do we do? We, we jumped in and tried to do one-on-one -on -one PvP with each other at the end of those two hours, and it was fun. You know, all kind of, yeah. you know, they're just trying to give you more options of things to play, and if it's not something you don't want, meh. Don't bother. Yeah. So, Lantonio, um, you you loved playing in ladders back in Diablo 2. So may, maybe you can offer mm. some insight that may, maybe not necessarily sway his opinion on it because that's not what we're trying to do. But just you know, offer some counterpoint so that he he get, has a better understanding of why we're interested and or other people would be interested in participating in such a such a, a you know gameplay. Well, just a straight feeling of restarting, I like a lot. I, I just like everybody being fresh, kind of starting a way off. Uh, me, personally, this time around, just not having my own net and stuff like that, I'll probably just play softcore ladder. Um, if I have my own internet, definitely play hardcore. I kind of agree with you, never go. I just kind of feel like hardcore right now really isn't, there's no point to it. Um, but, however, like when I do have a good internet and I can play all the time, yeah, it's just going to be where it's at, I think, personally. But, just usually the... The latter only items are worth playing for. They're exciting. It's it's awesome to get into a group and race everybody else. You do it once, you get addicted to it. I didn't think I would do ladder seasons over and over and over, and every season I'd start a new guy. It, once you realize how much fun it is, I mean, that's why I originally started playing hardcore back when we were still in uh, Chocolate, is because it was just so much fun and not, you know, having everything worthless. Now, ladder's not, when we don't have a. Re a bigger reason to actually play like because there's no trading system it makes it a little bit harder to me to really care because other than getting the new the new items but I don't know I, 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 I'll definitely do it just because it is fun uh, but you know it, it's 
it's kind of whatever to me this time around for the fact that there's no trading system and there's nothing to be like oh i found this first so now i get to make a whole bunch of gold or trade for a bunch of other good items like i could before so i, I got mixed opinions on it myself but i'm, I'm pretty sure I'll, I'll, I'll play it it just makes it seem like there's something else to do instead of doing the same old thing over and over and over you know i once said that um you know starting with a brand new character you know with without you know you know your handicaps with your uh -huh. paragon levels and stuff like that may maybe you end up going in a completely different direction with the class that you've already played as and maybe you find that interesting and intriguing I, not to say that you would find that interesting but that's you know just another another reason why i'm interested in playing it because maybe i end up going you know strictly fire from the outset and then switch to cold or whatever you know as a wizard of course <laughs> um i just want to call up to one more uh, last point that simon was talking about and it's a great question he goes like don't you want to push your main character he goes from what i understand you have a long way to go to farm six and what would i gain in just a letter well i look at it this way the way i love playing games is I love the journey of the game. I don't really care about it when it's at the end. So the way I look with my main character, there is no end limit to it. There's no saying, okay, um, I have to be at T6 by the end of September or I'll never be able to do it. My main character, it's just a matter of time before it gets there. Like I'm taking these little steps as I'm playing. You know, now I'm well into T3. I'm doing T4 on my own um, without, you know, a lot of additional stuff just because of things I'm gathering over time and eventually I'll hit T6 I'm not worried about that I'm looking for that journey that puts me right through the ladder saying okay you have five months to go as far as you can how far can I push this character and you know and I knowing at the end that yeah that character goes away but everything that he has goes to my main character later so maybe there are there is some items that go to my main character to help me go from T5 to T6 so I'm not worried about my main character because for me, if I'm if I can complete T6, then to me it's kind of like a lot of people who raced all the way to T6 and are just farming it like crazy and like, oh well, Diablo's boring. What else am I gonna do? You know, I don't want it to feel that way to me. I want it to feel like the journey's gonna continue and the seasons will will kind of extend that game for me because you're right. I won't play my main character for a while. I'll play the season to see how far I can push that character and then. You know, there's, I'm, I'm expecting it'll be some sort of off-season. Or, hey, maybe this season's done and I don't want to do seasons again. I just want to do my main character. Because things change all the time. I'm, I, yeah. Just in World of Warcraft, I've got every level, um, every character leveled to max. You know, I've got well, something like 11, 11, level 90s. And just a bunch of level 86s and 85s and stuff. Just because I enjoy the leveling process. I love taking them through the story getting them, the, you know, the, the items on their own, see what they do, you know, how to spell change as they're going from one level to another. You know, it's not a huge amount of changes, but, you know, every once in a while there's something new to do, a new toy to play with with it. And I, I, I enjoy that process. You know, games like um, The Last of Us, you know, I love the whole story from the beginning to the end. And then when the game was ended, I haven't touched the game since. I haven't looked at it because the game's over. It's different. You know, I just enjoy that that journey that goes along with it. I mean, for me, that's the big part of the game is the middle of it. You know, how do you develop? What's going on with it? And yeah. that, ex to me, extends the, the end game for me. That's why I want to do it. You know what? You just reminded me. I, I think I brought this 
point up last episode where Josh was mentioning that uh, they were looking into some crazy ways of changing how the game is played and that that would be something that they would address in seasons in seasons only he didn't offer any examples but I just thought of one that uh, we could eventually see what if they introduced the season now I know a lot of people probably wouldn't be into this idea but what if they introduced the season where for that season repairing was disabled so when your items broken it's gone yep Ooh. you know yeah just little things like that that would really change how you have to play the game yeah so I, I it would also introduce some value to those items that uh, you know are that do not lose durability mm-hmm yeah, I think I'll give Seasons a try just because it's something I haven't done before, you know? So I'll try it and see what I think and figure it out from there. But um, I don't expect I'll be at, like, the top-ranked, you know, player or anything like that um, just because of how slow I play. But I'll give it a try mostly because I just want to see what it is. Yeah, like Jen says, she she just wants to experience it. You know, that's 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 enough reason to give something a try. I mean... Maybe you have no interest in it, and you know what? Then you don't need to play it. So, you know, there, there's still going to be plenty of reason to. Um, one, one point that I could offer: um, say they introduce some new, like Uber's like encounters. You know, maybe Ball and Malthio, or not Malthio, Mephisto. You know. Well, that you know that'd be kind of interesting as well. Yeah, <laughs> you know? and if you're playing. Like, um, and those theoretically should be available to non-season characters. So if you're playing season, you would have to, you know, get geared up to even experience that. But with your main character, you'd be able to, you know, just collect whatever you need to collect to trigger that event and then do it. You know, you'd have a head start on it. So there's there's that reason, you know, as a bonus as to why why you shouldn't feel like you're being left out by not playing seasons. So I, I don't know. I, I it, It's hard to say, you know. It's hard to offer um, why why you shouldn't or why you should be interested in seasons because if you're not interested in it, then there's no reason for you to be interested in it, and there's no reason for us to try to convince you on it because you know no. that's not that's you know it's you play you play the game how you want to play it. So yeah, I think um, I don't think that's really what Simon's trying to get to at this point. Yeah. I'm really glad he wrote back in, asked a question in a slightly different way, which kind of brought out more thinking on our part because you know yeah he's right i wasn't really at i was trying to convince somebody and without saying okay you know what why is it that i personally want to do it and it's it you know the questions got through and really helped me think about it that the reason why as even jen said she hasn't done it before you know that's kind of part of the appeal is we haven't done a i haven't done a ladder before either d2 so i'm like i want i'm interested in to see how it goes and i think that's the early appeal the long-lasting appeal would be does it still give me that journey experience that I'm looking for you know that keeps making me say okay you know what this yeah I may be playing the exact same content like it is right now when we went from chocolate to Reaper of Souls I'm playing the same content except for Act 5 which now I'm playing the same content all the time mm-hmm. but it's the fact that I can do it through riffs and I can do it through um, bounties that makes the experience slightly different which makes it a little bit more exciting to me because now I'm still like, oh, hey, I can go hunt this stuff out today. So, yeah, no, I'm really glad that Simon wrote back in on that one. Thanks, man. That was awesome. Yeah. I know in D2, too, they made, uh, they made the ladder-only items, like, exceptionally awesome. So you really, really, really wanted to get those, and, you know, 
I said they gotta make it make you want to do it. So that depends all on how they how they do it. Yeah, yeah. I I hope they don't go too overboard with that because that might that might enhance that punitive feeling to not play in the seasons. But uh, you know, like. Like, like I said, you know, with more legendaries in the game, it makes those hard-to-find legendaries even harder to find. So playing non-season at least keeps that that chance the same until those new legendaries get pushed mm-hmm. into that, you know, into that loot table. So, you know, there's there's always that. I know that's not much of a bone, as I mentioned in the last episode, but, you know, at least there's that, right? But anyways, mm-hmm. um, he also addressed the monk. So uh, let's get back to his email. He says, now for the monk. As I said in my previous email, email, my main is a monk, and it has been since uh, <clears throat> Chocolate D3. I'm loving his fast-paced <laughs> combo melee character. Dashing Strike is one of the greatest skills in the game. I'm using a fire build without any spirit generator, focusing on cooldown reduction to get Epiphany as often as possible. This by far the most efficient spec I have tried, and it lets me farm T4 with a decent speed. However, my gear is now maxed out and I can only acquire bird- better versions of my current gear. My Barbarian, WD, ah, what does that say? What, what? Yeah, with Doctor. And, and Demon Hunter friends, who still have plenty of loot to acquire are way ahead of me. And this is why monks are in a bad place right now. <laughs> in your last episode, you were asking why the monk were so tossed away by players. Uh, their DPS is one of the lowest on the chart, and their resource generators are boring and ineffective. I agree with some of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, add to that the laughable set piece bonuses, mm-hmm. and their frustrating itemization with the mandatory passive one with everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, the broken concept of dodge, mm-hmm. <laughs> which does not apply on ground effects, and offers. Uh, a black or white mitigation is making the monk the weakest melee class. No, monks are not in a good place right now. And in fact, er, I'm sorry. And the fact that after the patch, we got two lines of uh, see you next one <laughs> is frustrating. I'm really hoping they consider to look at this amazing class and rework it to re-give his old pride. Mm. Thanks again. And I'm looking forward to listening to your next podcast with maybe less hate towards us. Wait, I hated on the French Canadians? I... That's not possible. I love the French Canadians. There you go. Less hate already. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it worked. A lot less hate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so... Yeah. Yeah, the... Like, like I said, I... While the monk does have some good DPS output, it's mainly through being kind of a support. <laughs> You know, with exploding palm and like, like I said, you know, uh, Dat Mods was a this is a perfect example. He was running his support monk in Torment Six, and his sheet DPS was 200k, but that didn't matter because he was using exploding palm, and everybody else in the group was, you know, focusing firing on one enemy, and then everything would go poof, you know, and they'd just uh-huh. die. So, so yeah, so. Thank you, Simon, and I hope we get to hear from you again on our next episode. Because uh, I, I think we have a really good dialogue going with Simon, I, and I would encourage anybody else, you know, who's kind of uh, wary or you know may, maybe has some different points as to why they're excited about seasons or not excited about seasons, to also write in 
because uh, I, I like having this dialogue with our listeners in regards to seasons because you know just any talking about seasons makes me happy so mm-hmm. i don't know why it just makes me happy because you're a happy guy yeah i'm super happy <laughs> so uh <laughs> our next email came to us from live and trust so lantonio why don't you do the honors with this one Living Trust says, hi, Shattered Soul, or hi, Shattered Crew. I'm a long-time listener since episode one, I think, a long time ago. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, He's been with us. That's awesome. That's so cool. First time emailer. About time. (laughs) After listening to episode 63, I found myself wanting to reply to several of the topics that were brought up during the show. I'm not really interested in heading to the forums to write a book that everyone looks at, just TLDR, but I thought it might be cool to join the crew for an episode. I have rather long. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, especially someone who's been around for, for that long. Uh, for sure, I'd like yeah, to hear how they think about us. I have a rather long gaming history, including D2 and WoW, and one of the highest Paragons, SS Cast Clan, who played 70 of every class with three classes that hit level T5 on farm, uh, in parentheses, including oh. a monk. <laughs> wow. I, I think I have a different perspective that I could bring to an episode. Let me know if you're all interested in having me. Regards, Living Trust. Wow, I think somebody's vying for your, your spot there. Yeah, we're getting lots <laughs> of applications now. Yeah, we did. We had we had an earlier application. Oh, you just stopped playing for a little while, and everyone wants to kick me off. You know, what the Aww. heck is this? <laughs> <sighs> but see you guys. I, you know what, Living Trust? <laughs> I I think what we'll have to do. Uh, we haven't done. Uh, you know, we we used to do interviews with, you know, mm-hmm. listeners. So you know what? You, I'll be in contact with you, and we'll get something worked out so that you. We'll at least um, do an interview with you, and uh, maybe you can guest on on a show in case Lantonio can't make it, you know, on because of internet. So. Yeah, or I'm out in Chicago for two weeks or something like that. Yeah, well, that's, that's a possibility too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I'm just up in uh, French Canada and just love love the love love the people up there so much that I decide to never come back. Exactly. Yeah. That enjoy some time on Saint Catherine Street. Jen, why don't you read our email from our French um, community manager? I always say community manager. That's not what I. Yeah, our our master of our European community over, you know, on the European servers, Master Do. Okay, so Master Do writes, "Hi, Soul Stoners. Here's a new mail telling news from Sanctuary. I did it. The sick angel is down forever. The fight was hard, almost deadly." But I kept strong. I'm a rock, and rocks don't fear death. And by now, now that I can feel 100 levels of power inside of me, all those human killers should fear me. Death will come for them. I will come. No name. (laughs) I like that. He goes on to say, well, looks like she's even more powerful than ever. Love you all, Master Doe. And we do have a screenshot here. Yep. 100 yeah, Paragon. In French. Yeah. And she's a melee hunter. That, yeah. That's a sword and board. It is. That, it that, is. No name is his, his melee hunter. And that's hardcore, yeah. by the way. Wow. Wow. Is that hardcore? Yeah. Holy. That's so impressive. Holy melee hunter. That's really good. Yeah, I, I love the way he writes like stories for us too. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Wow. Yeah, so big ups on that. I'm I'm impressed. And uh, 
Bracia, why don't you take the last email that we have from Chad, who is otherwise known as Sad Romeo. Sad Romeo. He says, Hi, Shattered Soulstone. It was mentioned by Blizzard that an upcoming PTR update may have some changes or content that will be available either in patch 2.1 or in a live update to D3 Reaper Souls that people can test and experience early and give feedback. If this is the case, are any of you going to be rolling characters on the PTR? And do you think that they will test the mentioned seasoned or tiered refs on the PTR? Thanks for a great Diablo 3 podcast. Best Chad, Sad Romeo, the Twitter handle. Yep. And I was hoping, was hoping that yesterday we would have seen the PTR go up. But um, I think, what is it? The the beta went live on a, was it a Thursday? No, was it a Thursday? Friends of Family? I, I remember, I yeah. I think it was like Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. So I'm hoping the PTR goes live soon. And... I don't know if I'll be creating a new character over on the PTR, but I'll definitely copy a character over to the PTR. Mm -hmm. So that I can check out the tiered rifts. Because, uh, I'm, you know, rolling a new character to participate in a PTR season, I have zero interest in. me in the tiered rifts. <laughs> okay, uh, yes, yes, since you've been kind of out of the loop. And I, I'm sure that some of our listeners um, don't follow Diablo News as closely. So um, they kind of rely on us to sometimes fill them in. So, okay, so tiered rifts, the way that it's going to work, um, I don't remember how you get the initial item, but I think you have to clear a rift, and the rift guardian will have a chance at dropping a tiered rift key, token, whatever, and then you open that up, and then the tiered rift that you have will have a time limit on it, and then you clear the rift. I assume it'd be similar to the way that rifts work right now, where there'd be multiple levels, mm -hmm possibly and um to clear the rift you have to clear you have to kill the rift guardian so the faster that you do that that rift guardian in the tiered rift has a guaranteed chance of dropping the next level tiered rift guard uh key now the faster you clear the rift the um the like uh Isa, how, how can i best describe this um the faster you clear the the more difficult the next tiered rift you're going to mm -hmm. open up. Mm -hmm. So that that way you don't have to like slog through easy, you know, you know, tiered tiered rifts that are way too easy for you. Okay. So, how are we yeah. thinking on like loot? Is it better? Is it you're going to get cool awesome stuff or I imagine that the drop chances will be substantially higher. Uh, I know that Josh during the um, anniversary streams mentioned that they wanted to make sure that the that tiered rifts offered the best risk versus reward in the game so mm -hmm. I, I would imagine that the uh, drop chances will be substantially higher in tiered rifts well, they're gonna get harder and harder imagine that for hardcore that's pre pretty cool challenge mm -hmm. yeah and i think wyatt was mentioning that they're going to once you start a tiered rift you will be i think he said that you'll be locked into your current spec so that you won't be able oh, to change. she couldn't that's switch cool. out. Yeah, that's a big challenge. That's yeah. the only thing I miss about Nephilim Valor is kind of the sense of not having to be able to change all the time. I wouldn't mind them changing something with that back to that where, you know, some kind of buff goes away when you change again. I, I like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, because it's kind of a pain in the butt, you know, like, um, if, if you're, like, really trying to min-max absolutely every aspect of the game to wait for that 30 seconds for your, you know, skill swap to, you know, come off of cool artificial cooldown. I, I know they put that in place so that you couldn't do it on the fly, <laughs> so, which makes a lot of sense and you can't do it in combat, but, but, um, yeah. For the most part, it was, like, run back to a waypoint, get to town, switch, and then, you know. Yeah, the only information we have so far about the rewards is that they're still trying to figure out exactly how they're going to do it for rewards, but they're also talking about doing legendary gem as a potential reward for the further right. you go into it. Mm -hmm. Which would be nice. Yeah, that. Oh. Yeah, actually, you know... That does sound like fun. Yeah, and those legendary gems might have... You know, they, they might be akin to jewels mm. from Diablo 2. And if you don't know what a jewel is, typically it would be be almost kind of like having a gem except um it would have different attribute uh, modifiers on it uh, that you mm -hmm. wouldn't see on gems proper so and sometimes they would even offer you know skills or skill boosts oh, yeah. or something like that yeah i remember that like plus you know three to poison damage or something for your necromancer um as well as plus five percent right. attack speed or something like that you know thank you you're right you wouldn't normally see on a regular gem which i think is kind of cool I'll give you some options. And I... Th yeah, and I think um, the, ma the main reason why they're definitely looking into doing legendary gems is because emeralds and weapons are, you know, pretty much if you don't have an emerald in your weapon, you're... I, I don't want to say you're doing it wrong, but you're almost mm. doing it wrong. Because <laughs> okay. emeralds by far um, outperform anything you can put in your weapon. Now, if you're playing hardcore, you may not care too so 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 incredibly much about having all that extra critical hit damage and you might shoot for um like um uh shano had a amethyst in his weapon for the life on hit you know may maybe you're doing that for survivability but uh yeah they, they, that's what i usually something do something <laughs> needs to be done to bring other gems up to emeralds or emeralds need to be reworked so that they're brought down which given white chain's mentality i think they would more likely I, I don't want to say nerf, but they would definitely bring emeralds more in line with everything else. Mm. That would require less work. So we'll see, we'll see. But uh, yeah, um, I'll definitely be participating in the PTRs so that I can try out some tiered rifts and see what it's all about. That way, I know what I'm doing when I jump in hardcore yeah, seasons. Yeah, definitely. So, <laughs> that that. That way, I don't get to my first tiered rift and go poof. Oh, all right. Well, let's do it again. Poof. Oh, no. That, that way oh, yeah. I can hit that brick wall in a safe environment. Yeah. Well, assuming that everything stays the same between the PTR and then when you put it in the game. Yes, this is true. And, and also, um, to address some of these questions, uh, we, we still don't know it. They, they, don't, they haven't nailed everything down themselves. Mm -hmm. So everything is still subject to change. So, like, right, like Jen right. just you know, told me. Yeah, so, there you know, either. even though no, no, you get into a beta, what, am I roboting? No, 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 no. So, there we go, was Okay, <laughs> good. Um, but even if you get into a beta or you start doing the PTR, it could it could totally still change. Yeah. Um, sometimes in little ways, sometimes in big ways, it just depends on what you're doing. So it's not a guarantee, I'm going to learn this here and it's going to be the same when I get in the game, but it might give you at least a good idea of the generalities. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so I don't know if I'll go into the PTR. It just depends on how much time I have whenever that thing rolls out. Yeah, I, I think if you're looking for that competitive edge, 
you would be pretty good. You'd be pretty well served to spend some time on the PTR, especially if you've kind of plateaued with uh, your, you know, your gearing on your main characters. Like maybe you're just not finding that motivation to keep hunting for that Tasker of Theo or you know Wandavo or other elusive legendary that you're seeking out and decide to you know get some first-hand knowledge of what to expect in 2.1. So. But uh, speaking of those elusive legendaries, um, over on the forums, I believe Grimaku came in and said, um, "Quote: I, I'm gonna I'm gonna quote this verbatim. It says it to address that people felt like Blizzard was addressing, or I mean, adjusting drop rates on the whim." So Grimaku says, "I know it can feel like drop rates are being changed when you have experienced a streak of good luck or bad luck." But it simply isn't the case. We gain nothing by influencing drop rates without communicating it, and would only lose trust as a result. Simply put, it's not what we do. Streaks of bad luck are going to happen, and we all go through them. The danger, in parentheses, and why this thread is locked, lies in the spread of misinformation which in turn can inspire players to alter their in-game habits in ways that actually have no influence over what items they find. End quote. So. so you start a lot of superstitions then, you know? Yeah, so um, I, I know that's not going to satiate the, uh, you know, the conspiracy theorists out there. You know, the tin, Probably not. Tinfoil yeah. patterns, mm-hmm. but um, <laughs> I think that pretty much lays it to rest. And that's that's what I felt to be the case, you know? I, I've gone through dry spells and it sucks. But then I'll hop into a game and then poof, you know, I'll have three or four legendaries drop within five minutes. And I'll be like, oh, this is awesome. And then it, you know, dries up, and it's like, oh, <laughs> happy yeah, Nevik, sad just... Nevik, happy Nevik, sad Nevik. As long as that balance is out, you know, <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's probably okay. But yeah, you don't want people thinking, oh, well, I need to do this and that, and then I'm gonna, I'm guaranteed, you know, something good, when it's not actually influential. Yeah, you know. And this comes on the heels of um, after we recorded episode sixty-three, we we were we were enjoying the. Uh, anniversary buff which increased your bonus chance for legendaries mm-hmm. by 100 percent and doubled the rift uh rift keystone fragments that you got um well they decided to take the uh legendary drop bonus and make it permanent yay and so it's awesome <laughs> and yay i've mm-hmm. i've definitely <laughs> I've definitely appreciated it so. yeah it's it's really good yeah so um that that's in case if you know you didn't hear about that you now have a hundred percent bonus chance uh, and that's permanent mm-hmm. it feels a lot closer to friends and family uh it feels a lot closer i still think maybe i was just having really good luck in the friends and family beta but it still felt like i was finding more back then but it feels very very close you know so it's it's so much fun right now but uh also tying into the theme of the show with um you know talking about the ending uh, Blizzard recently, well, they, they put this out back before episode 63, but I didn't get to mentioning it. They put together the story of Diablo, which is now in the game guide. And it's basically, you know, it's kind of like, well, if you don't have the Book of Cain and the Book of Tyrael, you know, you have a good resource now, official resource, to catch up on the storyline of Diablo. 
Yeah, and it's it's the key points without all the you know tangents that can come from it. Um, the artwork is really cool. It's kind of like the art you see in game uh, at those cutscenes or whatever that moving right. drawing kind of thing. Um, and you, you actually get to flip the pages, which is fun. Mm. You know, <laughs> click and flip the page. It's kind of nice. But it'll catch up if you uh, missed all the lore, or if you aren't really big into lore, but you kind of want a quick you know sort of a cliff notes. Yeah. But it's 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 aesthetically really nice too. So you know, check it out. Yeah. And another short story. Man, they've been coming out pretty fast and furious recently. Uh, this one is titled Middlewick, and it was written by Eric Sabal. And I hope I pronounced his last name properly. Forgive me if I didn't. And I haven't read it. Oh, my goodness. I'm, You know, it's like I put these links in here, and I always intend on reading them. But I just, you know, life, mm-hmm. kids... Work, Life gets in the way. Yeah, wanting to I have not play. read this one. You know, well, yeah, you got to play too. But I have not read this one yet. But I did pick it up, so um, I will read it by the next episode for sure. Yep. And our friend Cure Panda, she announced the winner of her Reaper of Recipes, and that's so cute. <laughs> Reaper of Recipes. Yeah. I like that. And the winner, <laughs> the winner submitted uh, uh, a pretty um. Well, let, let, let's say if you're faint of heart, you may not enjoy the picture of a baked, ha- what is it, a hake with quinoa? Quinoa. quinoa. That's quinoa. Oh. Um, I don't know how hake is pronounced, but the last word's quinoa. But it's it's one of the few pretty, things I can eat. Pretty nasty looking fish head. Well, it's, yeah, the fish head is still there. Um, it's, you know, I read through the recipe. It's one of these where you cook the whole mm-hmm. fish. I mean, obviously you yeah, clean it's, uh, it. What is it? It's uh, a, I'm just going to say cool. clean it, you know. It's but, a play yeah. on the land sharks, the sand sharks. Right. They just pop up out of the ground like yeah. that. And yeah, it looked pretty cool. I mean, if you like fish, you know, yeah. it's not like you have to eat the fish head if it's not your thing, you know. <laughs> yep. no, no, no. But yeah, it's sitting there staring at you on the plate. If you <laughs> yeah, that. it's got teeth. It's some people, fish, it does have teeth. Fish do not have teeth. Yeah. No way. Fish have teeth. Some do, you know. Yeah, like piranhas. Anyway. This is not a piranha. Well, yeah. I don't know, but it's an interesting. It's freaky. It's an interesting recipe. It definitely looks like the. The uh, sand sharks are over there that comes up, and um, I don't know. It looked kind of good to me. Yeah. But I like fish, so there we go. Yep. So um, for our next episode, um, I, I was listening to I think it was episode three ninety nine of all things Azeroth, and Medros was uh, Papa Kangaroo, as he's otherwise known in our community was mentioning that he was having a hard time with his demon hunter and expert and i made me realize something that you know not all not all of our listeners are you know they're, they're not you know they're not playing you know as hardcore as us or you know maybe they're not quite as interested in playing in torment difficulty or they're just maybe they're just having a hard time maybe they don't know what exactly they need to do to get into torment so I figured our next episode would focus on, you know, um, going over on how to get yourself geared to handle Torment. In that vein, um, over on the EU forums, they put together a official guide and resources for, um, and this has a whole bunch of information, more information than you might ever, ever want, but uh, especially if you're not into min-maxing or theory crafting. But if you want to, there's a lot of good information over there. So we'll include a link over to that. I'm sure that will be mirrored over on the U.S. forums if it hasn't already been. So, um, yeah, go check it out if you really want to dig into the nitty-gritty of Diablo. 
and uh, it might actually give you some ideas on how to, you know, boost your game from Torment 1 to Torment 2, or, you know, maybe Torment 5 to 6, but I, I imagine if you're already doing high torments, you know what you're doing, or at least have stumbled into it and lucked into yeah. something amazing maybe if, Yeah, you might not know how you got there, but you're there, so that's all good, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, it'll be interesting, because I know I haven't played with torment yet, so we'll see. You know what? I meant to mention this a little bit earlier, but do you ever think yeah. that they'll bump Torment 6? Yeah, like, I definitely do. Do you think they'll make... Do you th- I mean, do you think they'll include more levels of Torment ever? <laughs> like, go up to Torment 10? I do. I think, seeing, especially as things as there's yeah. plenty, of people, plenty of people already face rolling Torment 6, so... Yeah. And by plenty of people, we're talking about plenty of the 1% of the, of the yeah, well, player base. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, it, they have the option to, I would think. You know, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be as hard as like adding a whole new act. They could just increase difficulty. Yeah, and they don't really have to do anything different with their difficulty selection screen. They just need to adjust the little increments that that slider moves. Yeah, awesome. yeah, something like that. I think they could. Yeah. But could you imagine like Torment Ten? Monsters have three hundred and forty-six million percent of their regular health. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> They look at you funny and you die instantly, you know? Yeah, then Exploding Palm yeah. is so incredibly mandatory for Torment 10. There you go, and this will save the monk the monk class, right? Yep. They'll That'll just be, be pigeonholed. There we are. They, they, oh man, just like mages were, uh, were vending machines and and mm-hmm. paladins were buff. Um, well, I can't, prop, I can't say the Beep. term. Um, they might, might anger Papa Kangaroo, but, uh, um, they, okay. They were buff anyway. um, oh, oops! I just said it. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, I think I better close out the show before Medros really gets upset with me. Hey, actually, before you do it, I don't know if we have time, but I have two intros. One of them's a little bit lengthy, but we haven't read it for a long time because I forgot about it the first time and then being gone. We have time to do those or what? Uh, how old is the old oh, one? Cool. Uh, well, the one that I would like to read was put on March 16th, and then oh, that's not that the long, latest no. one is April 23rd. Well, we'll read those in episode 65. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll do it maybe first. Well, then to Gracie like, and Zekit, we will read your intros on our next episode. Yeah, that's right. You guys were not good enough for episode 64. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. Oh, evil. Oh. I'm gonna get some backlash for that. I'm so sorry. Hey, it wouldn't be a show of Shadow Tilson without me without me rubbing somebody the wrong way. Oh, Snickers, throw some his way. That's what happens when you do a two-hour show. Hey, the French are awesome. They gave us French fries, right? And the Statue of Liberty. Um. Exactly. Oh, I hate. You're too nice to the French this time. That's okay. French Canadians. Yeah. Uh, anyways, you have been listening to episode 64 <laughs> of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. If you missed an episode, you can find the show blog and listen to the show archives over at ShatteredSoulstone.com. While there, why not join our community forums and talk with other listeners or um, keep the crickets company? Uh, just click on the community forums button at the top of the site. If you want to join us in-game, join our in-game community aptly named Shattered Soulstone. Feel free to post a short missive up on the community board and join the chat channel to talk with other folks from the community in-game. 
This show is powered by you, the listener, so send in your contributions, thoughts, questions, and feedback to show at ShatteredSoulStone.com. We love Twitter, so come and join and tweet with us. You can find the show Twitter at ShatteredStone. I'm at NevitJames. Jen is at Queen of Haiku. Brasia is at the underscore Brasia, and our fourth musketeer is at Lantonio. Although it seems like some people are vying for a slot. Uh, that wow, that has some connotation that I didn't intend. Anyways, bring it on. To... Be it beep is. <laughs> <laughs> we would like to extend a huge thank you to Medras of Dawnforge Productions for hosting our Loot Deviant show. You can find more shows from the Dawnforge at thedawnforge.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, from all of us here at the Shattered Soulstone, I'm definitely going to seek out some water because my mouth slot is dry. Where in the world is Zoltan Cool's body part? And now, Shattered Soulstone. Your Diablo Community Podcast presents Official Forum Thread Masterpiece Theater Title Pendant Hey Soulstoners, it's Nevik here with another Official Forum Thread Masterpiece Theater and this time I think we can lay this uh, this entire segment to rest because I present to you the solution to every single forum post by Enigma Is to play Jade Witch Doctor and R.I.F. I noticed that there are a lot of farm posts on the following. 1. My, insert class here, is rubbish. Please buff my class. 2. My, insert legendary item here, is rubbish. Please buff item. 3. I have no luck and hate RNG. Please buff my drop rate. Why create so many farm posts and waste so much space? The only topic on this forums. And all the other D3 forms should be a sticky saying, Please don't waste your time and effort raising issues. Just play Jade Witch Doctor in RAF until you get what you need. At the most, the only sensible topic to raise would be, Please buff these noob so-called T6 elites who die when my Witch Doctor sneezes on them. Lastly, Blizzard plays. All we are asking is for class balance. But I know, after this, you're going to randomly buff one of the other classes, and everyone will then gravitate to that class, and the whole forums will be populated with ZRMG, Monkey King, Monk is so OP, or getting kicked from games because I'm not a Storms Monk. Well, there you have it, folks. That is the solution to every single forum post. Thank you, Enigma. I will go roll myself a Jade Witch Doctor, as you suggested. Oh wait, no I'm not, because I hate the Witch Doctor. Don't forget folks, you can submit your own official forum thread masterpiece theaters by sending the links to those threads or voicing them yourself to show at ShatteredSoulStone.com. Until next time, enjoy those forums. This episode's Song of the Show puts us back on track with some properly Diablo-themed music. Recently featured over on the official Diablo 3 website, Renard Rose has put together some amazing original pieces of fan music in the Diablo universe. For this episode, we bring to you The Fallen King, which is a piano piece broken up into two parts or movements, as you might say in classical music. It is haunting and beautiful all at the same time. 
You can find more from Renard Rose over on youtube.com slash user slash Renard Rose, and that is R-E-N-A-R-D-R-O-S-E, as well as over at facebook.com slash Fox, which is V-A-T-H-Y-R period F-O-X. And now without further ado, here is The Fallen King. This has been a production of Dawn Forge. Copyright 2014. Find great podcasts and more at thedawnforge.com.